Yeah. Hello. Hello. What's if happening? Isn't everyone's fucking favorite pseudo Dustin Latimer wannabe over here. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you can you see me over here? No, I can hear you, but I can't see you. Okay, that's that's good. That's all right. We should we should start with we should start oh, with go. that. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Okay, so the first first thing I have to clarify on your Facebook page, it says you're you're a resident of Berlin, Germany. That's that's uh that's falsified information. Okay. You're you're get you're getting your information from the wrong sources over here. Right. So you're keeping it yeah. like top secret. Yeah, yeah. That's you don't right. want location. Yeah, undisclosed location. All right, I like no, it. I'm, I'm actually. Uh, that that was uh that was when I was living in Germany and uh, I haven't I just haven't updated it because I I really just don't know how. Oh okay. At the moment. <laughs> Fair enough. So, so yeah no I'm I'm actually on the East Coast right now. Okay. Uh in New Jersey. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah I uh, got back here because because uh, my parents live over here. I'm originally from here. You know no one's perfect. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey, you know? <laughs> Fucking got coffee and dogs and shit, you know? Yeah. Yep. And proper yep, bronze. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good reference there, buddy. Very nice, eh? A lot of sea hags. Oh, <laughs> we fuck sea hags every yeah, dude, fucking I'm... night. <laughs> that's I'm that's my joke. I've never been uh... to Jersey. So that's, oh, that's that's kind of a good thing, you know. If if I if you had, I would have had to, you know, give you my condolences, man. That's <laughs> that's kind of a it's kind of a curse, actually. Damn. <laughs> so you just got out of the hospital? Yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's been kind of a hectic sort of month. Crazy. Uh, the uh, the AIL, yeah, kind of kind of took me took me out a little bit. So I've been like spending a lot of time like doing a, doing a whole lot of a lot of nothing, yeah, so keeping it, myself occupied with Candy Crush Saga and things of this sort of, so, sort of nature. Yeah. So the, for for people who don't know what happened, you got you took a fall at AIL. Uh, yeah, that's that's right. Uh, I was uh, I was doing the whole uh, roller skating activity. That we've all grown to to know and love, yes. And, uh, I uh, it was in practice actually. It was like around like eleven o'clock in the afternoon. It's pretty rare that I'm up at that time, so it's also rare that I would be skating at that time as well. So uh, I was like I said, I was in practice, uh, just just doing the regular thing. Went over the launch box. Doing the old the old nine hundred deal. Oh, uh, just realized just a nine. Well, that's I mean, like you know, that's one of my favorites, you know. So that's you I got usually, that on like, lock, dude. I get I get a little bit too cocky though at times with that trick because like I'm like, yeah, I'm just like I'm just gonna do it over everything, you know. And and uh, I guess I guess this was the the wrong time to do it. Overshot it on the launch box. Uh, I, I I knew where I was. I realized that I was going too far. I was too far out, man, and uh, and then ended up just landing flat and uh, put my feet down, but but just sent me back like, and uh, kind of just gave me that whip, whole whiplash effect and Ooh. cracked my head on the on the old concrete. Oh god! Um, never never lost 
lost consciousness or anything like that. But uh, but I, I knocked myself pretty good. Uh, went to the to the medics over there at Woodward West. They checked me out. Everything seemed pretty good. Uh, actually ended up going through like the whole event, judged like the, the ladies, the kids, the amateur division, and then skated through the pro contest. Somehow uh, ended up winning the pro division. And then after the whole bit, like, you know, I guess the adrenaline wore off and I was like, okay, you know, maybe I should uh, take it, take it easy for a little bit there. Cause you know, I wasn't feeling too good. And, uh, hey, cheers there. All right. Cheers. Cracking the old one open. I wish I could say the same for myself. <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, next day I woke up and I was just like, I was just feeling like complete shit. And, uh, and then I called up the, the old homie Miguel Ramos. Uh, and, uh, I was like, Hey man, like, can you just like get me some Gatorade or, <laughs> Or something, man, because I'm like I'm. I was just I was just totally out of it. Like, so you uh, just had like a bad headache. Yeah, it was it. It was a headache um, when I woke up, and I was like, yeah, this is probably related to, you know, hitting my head on the concrete the other day, and uh, like you know, he he came over, brought me some Tylenol, like some Gatorade, and then and I was totally unable to hold like all that shit down, and like ended up puking it up. And like, if that you know, that wasn't like the first sign that like, okay, something's wrong here. Like, I, I just ended up like <laughs> hanging out the whole the whole day at the Woodward, uh, at the Woodward Hotel, and then um, and then like once once it got to like to nighttime, like I wasn't able to like open the doors, like look at light or or just anything, and then it came came down to like two three o'clock in the morning or something like that, and um, and I was like, all right, it's it's about time. Like I call myself a uh, an ambulance here because because this ain't right ambulance yeah. showed up um and of course they brought me to like the worst hospital on the face of the planet to hatchby hospital if you if you ever get caught up at woodward just drive to la and take the two hours because that's the worst hospital you could ever end up at <laughs> ever and i think i think anyone that has been to woodward that could be a future podcast question like have you ever ended up at the hatchby hospital if yes is what's, it the worst hospital of all? What's time? so bad about it? Is it just really ghetto? Uh, no, yeah, it's just yeah, it's like a like nightmare, rundown. You know? Like, yeah, it's just it's just I've I've actually unfortunately like I had gastroenteritis like two years Ooh. ago and I and I ended up spending a week there. Like I like that's not the first time I've had. I have a long running history with that hospital, so I was like, it was already it was already bad news that I was back. You know, like yeah. you don't you don't want to you know, no one wants to be there. So. Uh, so I, so then I got there. Um, I was like, man, my my head is killing me. And they brought me into a to an emergency CT scan, and they're like, oh well, it makes makes sense that your head would be hurting because uh, you have a you have a subdural hematoma and uh, internal bleeding on your brain. Oh God. And, uh, yeah, and and you're not supposed to have all that stuff there in in that part of your head, <laughs> and so. Uh, so like uh, after after like realizing that that was like the case, like um, I had like I had like a nurse like come in and the, and the, like they got they got really like serious on me too. Like first off, I'm at like the worst hospital ever, and then uh, and then I got this nurse coming in and telling me like like okay man, well uh, he like sits down next to me like bedside like I'm in excruciating pain like I can't I can't like open my eyes or like none of this stuff because like my I was just sensory overload. And, uh, and he's, he's like, all right, man, well, um, 
you know, I, I just have a question for you. Um, who who is your uh, your Lord and Savior? And I was like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here! Like, what is going on right now? This is, and then and then literally like brought me through the whole deal, like accepting the Lord Jesus as my like Savior and stuff, and then what? like. And then they got and they got really serious on me. They got really, really serious on me. They're like, "Okay, well, she probably, you know, call your loved ones because because this is what's going on and and Whoa. all this stuff." And, they, and I'm and at this point, I'm like totally freaked out, dude. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. wow, I, I fucked up big, big time. Like roller skating is not worth it. Like you know <laughs> what I mean? Like I was. So they basically really sat you down and they're like, "You you are going to die. You need to prepare and you yeah, need to they, call people they, that they, you well, love." And, yeah, it's, exactly. So, like, I, I got on the phone, like, I, I told my parents what the deal was. and They must have been and, pretty uh, confident. Like, they, they were on the East. They must have been well, pretty confident that that was going to, like, you were going to die. For you, for them like, to tell well, you that? I mean, I was in, like, a, I was in a, uh, well, they, they never told me that exactly, but they, they kind of, like, you know, gave me the gist of the gravity of the situation. They, yeah. Like they never like later on, like I learned that I was in like a double digit percentage of like dying or something like that. And uh, like there was like over like a certain percentage chance. And and I didn't know that until like long time after I got out of the hospital. So I like called my parents and then um, I called I called uh, a girl named Amber who uh, that's that was a long story. But um, one last hurrah. She actually like kind of. She came to my to my rescue. This this girl is like a like a blessing. For, uh, she's she's someone I was like. Uh, oh, I'm not going to get into that. Long story short, that girl <laughs> is the the best babe on the planet, one thousand percent. And um, and I'm really fortunate that that she was there because uh, because what ha- what ended up happening was uh, they're like, okay, well, here's the deal. We're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to sedate you. We're gonna intubate you, which means they're gonna put a they're gonna put a breathing apparatus down my throat. They had to paralyze me, like put the catheter in, put me on the stretcher, helivac me to the next uh, to the next hospital, which was Bakersfield, like uh, San Joaquin Memorial Hospital, and uh, they they just said to me like you know, um, you know when you wake up it's it's a possibility that you're not gonna have any hair. Because uh, it, because we may have to perform emergency neurosurgery, and they and they just like said it like super casual, like you know it's not going to be like it's nothing that they got to cut open your head, they just got to drill, they just got to drill like a little hole in there to just you know take out the blood possibly. I was like, oh yeah, just no, no fucking big deal. They're just gonna drill a hole in my head to take out the blood in my head. Oh my and, god. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll accept that. So, uh, so at that point I was like extremely freaked out. They hadn't like put me under or anything. I was like, Oh my God, like, dude, I gotta, I gotta make a couple phone calls. Like I, I called my mom and dad. I was like, mom, dad, I love you. I'm going to stay strong. Don't worry about me. I'll see you like whenever you get to the, to the West coast. And then, uh, and then I called Amber back and then I was like, Amber, listen, like, I still love you. I have to tell you this because I don't know what's going to happen to me. And then, uh, and then I like I like got out of the bathroom because they because they were about to like put me under without me like being able to do this. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I gotta like I gotta go pee real quick. Yeah. So I just Holy went shit. into the bathroom and I called, I made all these like crazy phone calls and then uh, and then like you know told told everyone that I loved them and then and then with like with like a kind of like a heavy head like 
laid back down onto that uh, onto that table and and looked up in the light and uh, and I was like, okay, well, like whatever my fate is, I just got to kind of accept it right now. And they're like, all right, well, I'll just start counting back from ten. And I remember counting back from ten, and I remember the thing was is like I went to sleep, but I didn't fully go to sleep. I like I like kind of, I went into like this like like coma like state. Like I felt my body like. I wasn't able to move it. I was paralyzed, but I was like, I was so, I was kind of fully aware. And I knew this because at that point, like I know, like I, that I was still conscious. I felt like the, every tube that they were putting into me go into me. Like, whoa, I felt, I felt everything the whole, the whole way through. And um, was that really, was that scary? It was just, well, it was like, it was scary because like, because like I was having this, you know, I've, I've read up a lot, like, about, like, you know, like, what happened, like, you know, everyone's got these mysteries, and, like, they've read their BuzzFeed articles about, like, what happens after death and stuff, you know? Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking, like, this is, like, those 15, like, things after you die that I read on BuzzFeed, you know? Like, I'm, I'm in that seven minutes right now. So, like, I feel like the, I feel like the, the tube for my throat go in, and then I notice I'm, like, not able to breathe. And I was like fighting that tube like the whole time because I I guess I wasn't sedated enough. Whoa. And then I feel the catheter go in, <gasps> and I'm like, "Whoa, <gasps> everything sucks!" Right? Yeah, now. you're not supposed to be feeling and, like, that. I wouldn't wish that upon anyone or, or this injury. Oh God! Like I no I've, no I wasn't supposed to be. Well, and I've then, heard about people like getting sedated, I, I guess, but but yeah, they, like what you're describing, they're they're kind of asleep, but they feel everything that's happening. And that's yeah, like yeah. I've heard of I've heard stories of people going through full surgeries where they feel the entire surgery, but they're just paralyzed like I, they're they're out. Yeah, kind I of, couldn't but they even feel everything like that's what you were experiencing, right? That, yeah, it was it was exactly what I was like experiencing. But it was like I was like I was kind of like going in and out. So like once I felt all that, I was I guess I was like just in shock. I was like, oh, fuck. Like and I like kind of like drifted off and. And then, like, I was hearing, like, this, like, this, like, fluttering, like, when you open up one window in your car, and then, like, it's that sound that, like, drives you crazy. And I'm assuming that that was the part, like, like, uh, where, where I was in the helicopter, and I was, like, still, like, like, struggling to breathe because I was, like, I had this, this, like, tube down my throat. And then I hear, like, uh, and then I kind of went out again, and then I, like, hear all these voices, and, uh, and they're, like, okay, you know, stop, stop doing that, and, uh. And that's when I realized, like, I, like, I was, like, coming to, and I, and, like, I finally, like, wake, wake up, and I, like, open my eyes, and I'm, like, I'm, like, oh, man, like, I can feel my hands again, like, I gotta get this, this tube out of my throat, because the whole time I was, like, I was trying to breathe on my own, but this thing was trying to breathe for me, so I was, like, only able to, like, take breaths, like, (sighs) like, just, like, short ones, and I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm, these people are killing me, you know, and then, uh, and I wake up in the in the hospital, and, and I'm like, oh man, I, I I can see like I'm alive, and I see Amber there, and I'm like, oh my God, Amber's there, thank God, like I need to take this like tube and out of my throat and tell this girl I love her, cause like I just got like I felt like I just like got reincarnated or something like that, you know? I was like, so I'm like reaching for the tube, like struggling to breathe still, and they're like, no, 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 like don't do that, and I'm like inside my head, I'm like, oh fucking. Like, like, just let me do it because I can't fucking breathe, you know. Yeah. And uh, and then I got I like, long story short, long actually long story longer. I fucking everything like gets taken out of me, and then um, I come to, and then uh, 
And then I like, I kind of just like went out after that. It was like, it was like, Oh, hyper stressful moment. Oh, I love you. And then I like, I just went out dude. And, and I woke up later in the ICU, um, with all my hair, which was kind of a cool thing. Cause that means I didn't have to go through the whole emergency neurosurgery and, you know, taking, taking the old drill to the head and such. Yeah. That's a good sign. And, uh, yeah. That was a, that was, that was the first good sign. And then, uh, and then yeah man after that it was like it was a week of like like i said sensory overload like spending spending full time in like complete darkness and uh like like hypersensitive to sound like smell like uh my parents like eventually got there and uh and i don't remember saying this to to my mom i guess i was like on on so many drugs but <laughs> apparently the first thing i said to her was uh, i know what you're thinking and this is is not going to stop me from rollerblading. <laughs> so that was the, after after like wor- being worried sick like for for however many hours taking that long ass flight from the from the east coast like <laughs> that was the first thing that her son had to say to her was this is not going to stop me from blading. Like, <laughs> I don't even remember I don't remember any of that dude. Like yeah. I was on I was on so much of like whatever I was on. But uh I'll tell you man like the last the last three weeks like have been have been really crazy because of just like all the repercussions like uh from from the injury you know like all the all the gnarly like i don't know just like the symptoms and being on seizure medicines and like not responding well to those and like having like the seizure medicines causing these crazy nightmares of like cats like wrapping around my hands as mittens and like you know, like there's a, wow. like, that's not the only thing, like the excruciating, like headaches, like, like, uh, hypersensitivity to sound, like even like change, like in a pocket jingling was like way too, like way when, too much. When you say it, it, it actually hurt your, your head, like it gave, oh, yeah. like, like it hurt to hear it things. Was, it was like, it was uh, like, uh, have you ever had a migraine? I've, yeah, I've yeah, had it hurt bad to, headaches. Hurt to hear but... things, like, yeah. Like, uh, it's, it's like the worst headache you've ever had, uh, multiplied by like infinity. Oh. Like, uh, I, yeah, it was, it was just gnarly because, um, it was, uh, like fortunately the blood and everything like, uh, like I, I, I you don't really want to say fortunately you have a blood clot in your brain, but I had one like the size of my fist, like on the, on the right side of my like frontal lobe. Um, but that was a good thing. Cause that means that the brain had stopped bleeding. So, uh, in turn, like the clot, like uh, reabsorbing back into the brain was like causing like all these like crazy, like pains and like aches and like all this stuff. And it was just, yeah, it was something else, dude. Like I, I really wouldn't wish that experience upon anyone Wow. because it was by far like, uh, not only just like the, the torture that I put my family through and, and, you know, just my loved ones and, and all that stuff. And it was, uh, you know, it was just like, uh, something like, you, you know, I'm going to definitely think twice about, uh, about, you know, skating without a helmet now. Cause I'm, I'm definitely going to have to do that for the rest of my life. Cause you know, already the neurologists have said there's a, like my window is open now and, uh, they didn't say I couldn't ever skate again, but it's, uh, it's something I got to kind of ease back into and, and take, uh, the appropriate precautions from now on because, cause I, I'm, you know, inevitably going to have a, a dark spot on my brain, you know, for the rest of my life. So, yeah. So how are you feeling now? uh, I mean, 
dude, up until like five or six days ago, like I was five or six days ago is when like the symptoms like stopped. Like I still have like a little bit of like a, like a tinnitus, which is like a ringing in the ears that like comes and goes. But, uh, up until then it was like, um, you know, it was just, it was just terrible. Like it was like three weeks of just like misery, like, and then, and then like Obamacare screwed up and, and my, my insurance that like my Obamacare insurance, like this miracle insurance that we were given in America, like didn't apply over in, in California. So we had to notify the, the, the insurance that it was like an emergency situation. So with all these symptoms, I had to, I had to get cleared to be able to fly. And then the pressure from the plane, like flying across country for like six hours, like uh, allegedly like fell asleep on the plane and then woke up like screaming. Don't even remember that. Like freaked out the whole plane. I don't know. Like something like that. And then uh, and then actually have to because my my residency is technically in New Jersey. That's where I'm at now. And I've been like seeing the doctors over here and, you know, hopefully uh, won't be receiving like a hundred thousand dollar plus uh, medical bill. You know, only yeah, time will tell with that. Not. So, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe I'll, I'll have to start a, like a Kickstarter, say yeah. that I'm like trying to make some like new product or something like that, and just never deliver. You know, that's never happened in blading before. But I'm just, that's crazy. <laughs> so. Well, I'm sure a lot of people would uh, would donate if 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 that was the case. If no, you no, like some I, huge I, bill. I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't actually. You know, do that like that. Like there is, there is actually like a fund my medical or something like that, like website that I've, I've looked, looked into it and I'm like, you know, like this, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it the old fashioned American way and just, you know, go broke as fuck and, yeah. and, uh, you go, know, be in debt for the rest of my life. So. Yeah. <laughs> go brick some walls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, you, wow. Just, yeah. You seem to be in very good spirits for, for having gone through this horrible experience. Well, I mean. You know, like there's, you, you can't, you can't really, um, not be dude, because like, cause like after, after like the whole thing, man, it's like, you know, it feels, if it, it feels like I've been given like a, like a second chance, you know, like it's as, as corny as that might be to be to say, like, that's, that's how it feels like a lot of the times, like every day, like, like just like from that, from that moment that I woke up in that other hospital, it's like every day, like progressively like getting better and better and like and like just like keeping the the idea of like of you know blading and like going back to back to where i was like in my head because that's like like and i i'm sure that brian shima um he's on the road to recovery too so we've kind of been like facetime buddies in that sense like keeping each other company because we can't do shit around the house you know yeah and uh i was just on that i was actually on on a like a facetime with them earlier and, uh, and like, you, you know, his, uh, his girlfriend, Ashley, who I, who helps run SSM, uh, was actually saying, um, you know, like, uh, the only thing that's like been keeping, uh, him like, like on the road to recovery is, is that idea of, of, you know, eventually getting back on the, on the blades and like, and that's, you know, like, and that's the attitude that I guess we were, we're both kind of keeping like throughout all this, because, because dude, like the fa- like his injury is like extremely gnarly as well. Yeah. Like and it, it affects his, his, his walking, you know, it affects his like feet and it affects his, 
like two two broken heels, shattered heels, and like twenty some odd places. Two two metal plates. Like had, was in a wheelchair for however many months. Now just getting back up onto his feet, like driving cars and like walking around like little by little, you know. And and like and I and I consider that too. Like every day, like you know, I I know that. And and I and Seba Swayferheld, like he also just recently had a pretty detrimental injury on the Haitian tour. Um, I left that tour, and then they went to France, and and Seba ended up. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say. Well, I think they released the information, but Seba got run over by a bus, and uh, and broke his pelvis, and was actually hospitalized in a bed. So it's like a SSM like recovery, like time right now. Everyone's oh like God. trying to get healthy again yeah and apparently the footage is like the gnarliest thing like people can't even watch it oh um, god yeah so so it's like uh so everyone like I, I keep thinking about like all the homies that have like been going through like all this crazy shit and and uh and now like going through it myself and and you know realizing like how important like all this stuff is to me and and like wanting to get back into like into skating and like come back you know, of course, like once I'm 100 percent, once I'm cleared and, you know, ease back into everything. And and uh, but that's like that's like the one thing that's been keeping us like all all like motivated, like to get to get healthy again. You know, even if it wasn't a skating accident, it could have been could have been anything. Uh, yeah. But I'm sure that that like, you know, that that would be the same thing for for every one of those people is like that's their prerogative is to like get better and, and to be able to do what they love again, because. Cause I think it goes unsaid that like, this is, this is the kind of thing that like keeps us, keeps us going, maybe not financially, but like, you know, it's, it's what, it's where like, you know, with the, what the mind, what the mind believes the heart's going to follow and the body will, uh, will go with it. So, you know, just gotta keep that, keep that in mind. So yeah, dude, it's right. been, gotta, gotta stay positive, you know, you got to, yeah. Gotta stay positive. Yeah. I've, uh, there's, there's no, there's no way you can sulk and, you know, after the worst is over, essentially. So it's like you can only get better from here. That's that's yeah. kind of how you have to look at it. So, so yeah, man. Pretty yeah. I'm, I'm I'm talking a lot. Am, am I doing all right? You're how, doing great, how, man. How many minutes are we in? You're doing uh, great. Good. <laughs> You're making it easy. Yeah. I, I got I got so much shit to say because like I've been so isolated. So I'm like, yeah. oh, like people, like let me talk to you. You know. <laughs> I love it. That's perfect. It sounds like yeah, uh, this is a good time for you to for you to do this. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were you were saying, you know, you wish you could you could have like some downtime. I was like, I was like, yeah, I guess I got to look at it as a blessing, man. And, totally. I, and hey, I you know I got to congratulate you. You got the you got the new uh, the new shredder in town. You got the baby. Yeah. And and all that stuff. So congratulations, man. Thank you. That's really awesome. How's how's that going for you? It's good. It's uh, it's very busy. It's very awesome. It's like a roller coaster of a lot of different things. Like it's uh, it's it's super inspiring and it's super scary. It's uh, yeah. It's just a new new kind of love that you feel. It's 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 yeah. so many very intense emotions all at, all at once, which which uh-huh. is great. It's great. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, I mean, I, I couldn't even I, like I can't even like put myself in those shoes, man. But like, I don't know. It's uh, I, I'm at that age where like, I'm seeing like a lot of like you know people I went to high school with like getting married and like having kids, and then, and then I see like like people like in blading like now now it's like they're kind of getting at like the at the same place I guess, 
and um and I, you know like more power to you man because because that is like i i don't know that's that's something that's something like after after going through like all this whole thing and like realizing like how lucky i am to have parents that like love me and then like having that like new perspective on it and then and then seeing like people in blading like you know bringing new life into the world and and then like trying to put myself in it's like whoa like what you know like i try to put myself into that place of like if i was a parent and like i was like put getting put through this by like my kid like you know how how what would i do you know so yeah that's a that's that's an that's an amazing thing man and uh you know more power to you dude that's that's really awesome that you can even talk about it that way <laughs> that's that's really sick yeah it's uh yeah i always find it hard to talk about when when people ask but it, uh, the best response is like it's just so many different new very uh powerful ex- emotions all all at the same time yeah you know it's like, gotta be kind of like a trip that everything for that like being that you brought into the world is like the first thing that's like happening for them you know like i can't yeah. even like <laughs> and they're helpless they're just depending on you yeah. for everything which is like that's so sick it's but... really like like tr- taking acid if you've ever like taken like a really strong where it's like scary <laughs> it's a scary kind of it, like it's it's fun and it, it's exciting but it's also very scary or it can be yeah, yeah, yeah. for some people. Yeah. Like, ev- everyone doesn't have that experience, but it can be very it's, like, <gasps> like, Oh my God. Like I, I haven't yeah. even, I haven't even considered this as a possibility and this is happening or you just see things in a new kind of way that is like, or you totally, get dude. really paranoid about how, how are people perceiving me right now or, or whatever. But yeah, at the same yeah. time, it's cool, but it's like fucking scary. Like it, it that's what yeah. it is, man. It's like both of those things all at the same time. <laughs> probably, probably not the best analogy, but it sounds a lot like Ross killed a festival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. And while I was while I was describing that, I was thinking about a festival where I where I ate some mushrooms and. I was so afraid. <laughs> like I was I was so um I was with my girlfriend at the time and I was so afraid that she was feeling the same way I was feeling and I felt so bad for her <laughs> that she was going through this and my whole trip was like Oh my God! I hope she's okay. Is she okay? Oh, she's oh. oh if she's feeling what I'm feeling, she's so fucked. Oh my God! So it, was, <laughs> it was like me freaking out and then worrying about someone else freaking out. And then I found out later, like she was just on cloud nine. She was just totally stoked. But in my head, I was like, oh, she she's having a hard time right now, man. <laughs> But oh my god! I, well, hey, brother, I could. W- when you put it like that, you know, I can. I can totally relate. That is. That's something that I think everyone can understand right now, dude. That is. That is so gnar. Yeah, wow. it's pretty gnar. Dude, I think I got. Think I gotta like go take a sip of water or something like that. Like that. This is like time to refresh over here. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, gnarly dude. Well, like I said, congratulations and and you know, 
you know, bless on that, on that new journey in life, man. That's, that's something, that's something to be cherished for sure. For sure. Hopefully one day I can experience a, a, a little terror of my own. Yeah. So hopefully <laughs> that'd be really righteous. Yeah. So got all these new perspectives on life. Now, oh, I man. bet, man. So, so you, yeah. you probably actually thought that you were going to die. Yeah. No, it was, <laughs> like that uh, was, that was a possibility. No, I mean it's like, always a possibility, completely. but yeah, for you at there's, that moment, I mean, it's like, like, yeah, there's there was never any like, like there's never any certainty with like anything, and like I don't want to sound like too righteous or whatever, but like it was, at that moment, like like I called, I, like I I told everyone what was happening, and then and then once I like accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as my savior, and then realized like the gravity of like the situation, I was like, well, I I really gotta call people because like. Like, cause I mean, like even now, like we, like we went out with my family and, uh, and, uh, like some of my cousins and all that stuff. And, and like seeing the look on my parents' faces, like, like they, they were like, oh man, like, cause I texted, I like, I texted my mother and father, but then I ended up like calling just my mother. Like, I guess it was just like the hecticness of the situation. Like, and even, even now, like thinking about like, wow, like I didn't call my dad. Like if that was, if that was the last time, like. But I'd send him like a text message or whatever, like, you know, like, but he like, he like said, he like turned to like my, one of my cousins the other night. He's like, he's like, you know, like, I, I can't stop thinking about the fact that that could have been like the last text message I ever got from my son and like, and like all that stuff. And, and that's like, that's, I think that's been the hardest thing to like, to like cope with because, because in that moment, dude, I was like, I was so panicked. Um, and I was like, I was like, wow, I really gotta, I have to call like I, I don't even have like the time to like call people because like, like, like give, give like, it's, it's like this, like if you were given like five minutes to like take care of everything that you've ever wanted to say to someone like, and then, and then like not know what your fate is going to be like after that five minutes, you know what I'm saying? So like, Whoa. So like with, with Amber, like we were, we had been dating, like she was on that flick flack tour with me and, uh, things went awry and, you know, it, it, it just didn't, it didn't work out for us. And, and the whole like last year I had been, people were like, oh man, Rolling News is going to go crazy over this part of the, of the, of the segment, Dave Blank's pussy, whatever, man, I got feelings, man. Fuck you guys. I'm just kidding. Um, wh- whatever. But anyways, uh, I was like in that moment, like, I was like, I was like, wow, like I've been so heartbroken over, over this shit. Like I just have to at least like tell this person that like, you know, I, I still love them if, cause this could be like the last opportunity that I have to, I have to do that. Like I, I had already ca- called my mother and my, and, and, you know, told them like, you know, what the, what the deal was and like that I loved them. And, and, you know, like, and I remember my mother just like, I could hear like the tears, like, and like the heartache, like welling up in like her throat. Like she was just like, you know, stay strong, stay strong. That was like, I was like, okay, I have to remember, stay strong. And then, and then I called Amber and I was like, Amber, like, I love you. I, she, she had actually texted me and told me, cause I guess she didn't know. She said that she loved me. And then I was like, I gotta go to the bathroom. And then I called her up. I just like, I, I just let it all out. I confessed it all. Like I was, I put it all out there. And then she said, I'm, I'm going to see you when, when I, when you get to the hospital, I'm going to be there when you wake up. And I said, I was, I told the doctors, like, I was like, Hey, like, you know, I gotta, I gotta wake up when I get to Bakersfield. I have to. It's important because I have to tell this girl that I love her. 
and uh, and the and the one nurse and the one nurse um, said. She said, oh, my God, don't make me cry. Like, don't make me cry. I can't do this to you right now. And, and then, like, and that was actually, like, one of the last things I, re- I remember before, like, them saying, like, okay, count back from 10. And, like, and like, dude, it was, like, it was, like, counting back from 10, like, on your life completely. Like, that's, that's like, wow. I, was, I was, like, I was, like, don't look at anything. Just look up at the light. Remember that light. And then remember that you're going to see it again, 10 and then I don't really remember like the numbers after that. So like, yeah. and then, and then I just remember like being awake in my head and like experiencing all this. And I'm like completely uncertain that like, if this is like life or death or like a new realm or if like, I'm like, I'm not seeing myself from the outside yet. So like, I must still be in here, you know, like, I'm like, it was, it was just, I don't know, dude, it was, it's, it's crazy to think that like, it's, it's so fucking crazy to think about actually, like even even now, like I get like, I get like, like, Oh man. Like I don't even like, there's, there's so many things that like, like I was saying, like that you consider, like give yourself like, like, all right, you got five minutes left on your life. Like, what do you do? And like, there's things that like, I should have done that. Like I now like think about, like, I didn't call my dad. Like, like that's my like best buddy in the whole world. Like I didn't call my dad, like to tell him, to tell him I loved him too. And, and like, it's like, I didn't give him that opportunity to like, like have those last words with him. Like I just only spoke to my mom. Cause I was like, so I guess I was like certain that when I spoke to her that like, you know, everything's going to be cool. But then like, yeah. I realized like what was going on and I was like, fuck man. Like, like, and then, and I woke up and then like, once I started getting better and then like having like all these realizations, it was like, well, man, this is like, this is crazy. Like I, like I have to like prioritize like different things in my life now because like I, I died and I, fucked up that time you know like, yeah that's like and, well in a lot of ways crazy is that, in a lot of ways that's yeah. that's a blessing to have that experience that you had yeah basically like a near death experience where you have to face that that possibility like head on where it's so real yeah. a lot a lot of people go through their whole life and they don't have one of those i've never had one of those where that was like a like I, th- where I thought I was going to die. I th- I've always thought that that would really help you like prioritize and, and realize what's important in your life. Like, yeah, that, this, no, cause this shit could end dude. for anyone really like this. Uh, this is temporary for everyone. Everybody has a de- yeah. death sentence. Um, uh-huh. but, but I don't think people, people, I think people as a defense mechanism kind of push that to the side so they can focus on their job and, and their family and focus on the everyday yeah. stuff. Be- because if you were always thinking about, holy shit, one day I'm just not going to be here. One day I'm just not going to be yeah. here. Like, how would you get anything done be- if you were so folk, if you were focused on that, right? And if you're, and if you're stuck on that, on that thought, do you, <laughs> and, and that. And like, and like having woken up, like after all that, like, like, and granted for like the first week or so, like I was a complete like asshole just because I was like in so much pain and like on so many like medicines and all this stuff. But like, like once I started getting better and then like, and like look back at like, you know, I, like I was, I wasn't really like able to like control like who I was like when I was on like all that medicine and stuff. But once I started like, like once it started like weaning off of it and then like I started getting better and then like i i like look back on like the experience and like it's just like fuck like that's the only way like i was like i was like how how have i like gone like like living my life in in like such a 
in such a way and and not really like acknowledging like all these things that like I, I have like around around me dude like like I have these I have these parents that like dropped I have a girl like I have one a girl who I hadn't seen in like it's face to face like we had kept in, in contact for like the most part well yeah for like the most part but I hadn't seen her for like practically a year and then she dropped everything that she was doing and stayed with me in the ICU for 24 hours like for like five days straight like blessing number one like blessing number two like my parents like dropped everything like it was like seven in the morning they had just gotten to work when this like all happened and uh and like they dropped everything that they were doing and took a plane to to california to make sure that their son was okay like that's like blessing number two and like blessing number three having those people there throughout the whole experience and like like not like fully like realizing like the importance of that like and then and then like once once I got to that like third one I was I like I had to step back for a second and be like hold on wait like there's so much like in that in just those three things you know like that that I never even considered like I mean you know I love I love my parents and I love I love Amber and I love like like life and everything but I never like had like considered like how valuable it was to me until like until I realized that like I was like fully awake again and now like having done that like like you were saying like you have a really positive demeanor like having gone through all this it's like well yeah man like fucking I like I was given it I was I get, got like a second chance at this shit like I fell asleep with like the uncertainty of like of like if I was ever going to wake up again and then I woke up again and I was like a dick for a week in the ICU and then and then I woke up for a second time uh once I was like able to like get past like all the pain and and all this other stuff and, and I was like damn dude like there's there's a lot of things that I gotta like like I gotta like change in my life and then and then like to like keep myself occupied I'm like reading about like all this like mercury's like turning like in a different way and it's like affecting me and I'm like whoa maybe this is like how I'm supposed to like you know get back out of this mercury shit and, then, and that's just crazy talk and then uh, and then I got past that I guess. And, uh, Merc- and mercury then, like no, the planet just, mercury like or, really... the, or the chemical yeah yeah it's called like mercury like something don't dude don't even look it up it's <laughs> it's just it's just nonsense it's just a bunch of nonsense you know but it was but like, is it like I the, said, the it planet was, yeah the planet like the planet okay. mercury like uh not the not the poisonous chemical right that's right in a lot of stuff not the metal not, not like fluoride you know right yeah yeah so something about like the um, movement of the planet is affecting humans. Yeah, that's like yeah, that's like affecting like our our like thought process or something like that. And I was like, oh yeah, maybe like this is why like I am this way. And then it's like, no, dude, you have like a blood clot in your head you're just, like, <laughs> right now. You, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like no, but it was like it's like a dude like like and like and even you saying that now like people don't get that. Like, that's another, like, eye-opener, like, whoa, like, yeah, like, like, the first time, like, we've really ever had, like, a face-to-face conversation, like, you, like, you know, like, like, are teaching me something, like, people don't, like, have the opportunity to, like, have that, like, I guess, reawaken, it's like, whoa, like, you know, like, you know, stroke the beard, like, a little bit, like, wow, like, there's, you know, that's, that's something nuts, and it's something else, like, because, because, like, now it's, like, it's, like, I can only, like, get, like I was saying, dude, get better from here, and that's, totally. like, yeah. Yeah, and that's that's how how it's how it's going to be. It so. is it is uh it's a notch in your belt 
to have a near-death experience, really. I mean, it's... Think of everything that, that you can be taught from it. That's... Um, yeah, uh, and and I, I'm still as scary as it is, and you know, like yeah. you said, you wouldn't wish it upon anybody. But yeah. you, I think that that's important to keep in mind is is that you should be proud of of what you went through. Yeah, yeah, uh, and and like like and it's everything like like they say everything happens for a reason, and and uh, you know maybe maybe this is, you know, something that like had to happen so that I could, so I could move. Cause, cause I, I felt like I was really stagnant. Like, I, like, like I was, I was trying, I was really focused on like, on like skating and like, and there was all these other things I wanted to do. And it's like, it's like, well, how do I do them? And like all this stuff. And then like, and then this happened. And then like, it was like, Whoa, like, how do I not do those things? And you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's, it, it was, uh, it was like, like I said, like a reawakening of, oh, of sure. like, of like, there's, there's like different things. Like, like how, how could you not, how could you not like try all these like things or, or whatever, or, you know, it's, it's just a, it's a, it's a new learning experience, dude. And, uh, and yeah, I guess I, no, I, I am blessed to have had it and to have lived through it. But, um, but now it's like, uh, I gotta use, I gotta use it like for the, for the better and, and try to, you know, do something positive with for sure. And and that's what I intend on doing. Mm-hmm. So open open for big things uh in the future. <laughs> yeah. Do you think do you think you'll be scared to do 900s? Fuck no. No. Was, the thing was is like it's like it's like after that that whole thing happened like I still I still skated like I hit my head and like all that bleeding and like subdural hematoma was like in in my head like during the contest and all that stuff oh, and like God. The crazy thing to think back to is to like it's like skating through that contest, like have it no like now knowing that that's what was going on in my brain and like I was doing all my normal tricks and then and then some, you know, like I was so like So you were you skating know, like pretty good. I, I I mean I must have been like like dude, like like I always go to AIL like and I'm like I'm always hoping that like I'll I'll just get like top three because it's like it's like, dude, whenever half he shows up, it's like, damn it, dude. Like, you know, like I, I, I could have won that 500 bucks, you know, like yeah. I, I wanted to, <laughs> but then he shows up a fucking Superman. And then, and then you're like, and then all your confidence is shot down. And, and it's, and it's actually funny. Cause, cause when they announced me like as first place, I was like, I was kind of taken back. And, uh, and when okay, we, so wait, picture, you, you won. AIL? Yeah, I won. What? I the? won AIL. No, the, when you I the, won AIL. I, when you fucked your head up. Yeah, after I fucked my head up, I ended up winning AIL. What? Okay, I didn't know yeah. that. What the fuck? That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so of course you fucking skated good. You fucking won it. Holy shit, dude! That's well, it was, ridiculous. It's like, cause when they when they went to take the photo, like. Like I've gotten like top three on the podium before, but usually like they, you know, like they do it like on the right. So I like, so I kind of like got in the middle because like they usually pl- do it by like placing and like Haffy's always on the right of me. So like, so Haffy like actually was like, hey man, we gotta we gotta switch. I was like, whoa, that's pretty crazy. That like, holy so, fuck. I don't dude. know. That's 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 a that was the first notch under the belt, dude. Oh like, fuck you know, yeah, like, that's insane. Congrats. Yeah, that's that's it was, cra- like, it was crazy, dude. Wow, how badass would it would it have been if like. If you would have died, and then it'd be like Dave Lang fucking won AIL, then he fucking died. <laughs> you would have been like the fucking, the fucking like, legend, the ultimate like 
dude, that's like that's like some like last Stevie Ray Vaughan concert or yeah, something like man. that, dude. Like Blazers like, played, would like, like the wear your face on their shirt, like the helicopter crash. Yeah, you don't even know, fucking Dave Lang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would I would have like, had Jesus. I would have had about like. <laughs> I would have had like about like people would be wearing you on their chains, man. Yeah, right, dude. Oh man, like mega. I'd be lucky. I I would be, dude. I I would be. I would be. uh, I mean, I wouldn't know it, but uh, that would be that would be humbling (laughs) to know if that would be the case. No, it'd be humbling to know if if my memory was 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 lived more than two days on Roller News. You know what I mean? Like that would (laughs) have been. That that's yeah. That's an accomplishment. It is the internet too. age. That's like, <laughs> like your fame would have lasted maybe a week if it was like really intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing yeah, though. Well, wow, well, you won. But the, the the people the people that have been like like I'm I'm having a hard time like keeping up with with like the messages and stuff like that. But like so many people like uh, have been have been like reaching out and like and like giving me like such like support and like positive like thoughts and like. It's cool. And uh and just encouragement to get to get back on my feet and to get better, dude. And like and I really can't be like more grateful and, and thankful for like all those people because it's like it's really like made everything so much like so much better and like and like uh I guess like hopeful because like at times it's like it's like damn dude, like what what am I gonna do? And uh and then and then I like I like open up my phone and then like and then like a couple of people like sent me like an email or like a message on Facebook and, and just like, Hey man, you know, can't wait to see you at like at winter clash or, or get better. You know, we, we, we want to see you skating again. Like we, we need you out there and like, fuck man. Like I like to, to have that like outpour of like positivity, like, and even people I like haven't heard from like in a, in a while, you know, like just to have that, like that's been like a real huge blessing in, in, in that respect. Cause, cause, uh, you know, like it, it is, it is rough, dude. There's like, I've had some like doomy neurological appointments where they're like, well, this, uh, you know, this, this really isn't looking good for you there, bud. And, uh, <laughs> we don't know, we don't know about your future. So, uh, and, and then, and then when I, then when I like get out of the, out of the hospital and then see all that stuff, it's like, no wait, dude, like I can, I'm going to get through this. Cause like, look at how many people like, like it's, it's not, I'm not saying that they need me, but like, look how many people are like encouraging me to like to like keep it going so like thanks to all those people who've been who've been there and and saying all that positive stuff like that really that means a lot so fuck yeah it's very cool how old are you i uh i was born in 1988 and so that makes me that makes me 20 26 26 years old yep i just turned 26 in august young buck so i'm officially i'm officially uh past my mid-twenties perfect so they say perfect time for a near-death experience yeah yeah i i think so you're not a child anymore dave i think so you're a man now yeah yeah (laughs) well well allegedly you're not one uh legally in america after the age of 18 but i've kind of been acting as as uh as such since so uh so maybe it's time that i start doing something a little bit different we'll we'll see what happens I'm still gonna have a good time, man. You know, awesome. don't, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> well, I, w- I want to bring it back. I want to act- ask you a very typical question, something that I ask almost everybody that I talk to. So, so people are probably like, "Oh, fuck this." I want to <laughs> know how you got into role blading. Oh, 
how I the the the, the number one question on on every on everyone's mind, right? Oh yes. <laughs> Um, well, it's always interesting. Yeah, no, that's 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 the that's the one that everyone has to answer like it's 15 very times. Like, if you've yeah. ever done like anything for any, but uh, I've actually never gotten to like to like tell that story uh, like face to face. So like um, like rollerblading started in 1987, and uh, I was born the year after. And uh, throughout the 90s, it, it became increasingly popular, <laughs> and and so uh, <laughs> and so. Uh, um, it was, I, I don't know what grade I was in, but I went to, uh, I went to, uh, they, they used to have like these chains of, of roller rinks, uh, called United Skates. And, uh, and I went to like the, the roller rink for a birthday party, uh, for That's this girl, Al- it's, it's for like this girl United Ali Cassiopo. but it's United States. Yeah. But like, it's like, holy shit. Skates, that's hilarious. Yeah. Who comes it's, up it's with so this creative. stuff? It's so creative. It was in like, it was in like Pennsylvania or some shit. Like we had to drive like however long to uh to get there and uh but i was like super excited about it and then and then i got there and then uh like like uh i rented i rented skates but like my they had rollerblades but i i'd initially rented like like quad skates like because yeah. i guess that's just what like my parents like had got me and then i was like dude like everyone was like zooming around on their like rollerblades and i was like on these quad skates like oh like this doesn't work like, uh, like all this uh, and i was like having a miserable time and then <laughs> and then um and then i was like i went over to my parents because like we, we live pretty far from the place so they just stayed the whole time and uh and then so i went over to my parents and i was like this this sucks like i'm not i'm not having a good time yeah. i'm just gonna wait for like cake you know what i mean and then and then, uh, and then the, I guess the girl's mom like went over, I remember this just like specifically, she went, Ali's mom went over to my parents and, mm-hmm. and, and she was like, she was like, you know, the, the children are having like a very, like a much easier time on the, uh, on the inline skates and, and they look like they're having a lot better of a time. It's like a, it's a new thing. I think David should try it with all the kids. <laughs> and, uh, and then we traded in the quads for the, for the, for the blades and then right when, dude, right when I got, I'll never forget that. I, I set foot, like I was like rolling around the carpet, like like walking. And I was like, oh, this feels like way better. And I got out onto that wood floor, dude. And it was like, boom, like take off, bang. Like I was, I was like, this is it, dude. I was, I was going fast. Like I was, I was able to, I was like, I, it, it was like, I don't know. It just, it felt right, like right away. Yeah. And, um, had you like played I, hockey I, like, skated. Or, or ice skated at all? No, no, that was nothing? my, that was actually my first first time on blades ever okay and so uh and then like after ali cassiopo had her uh had her rollerblading party like every like everyone in school was there right so like everyone had like a rollerblading party after that and <laughs> uh and then so like i ended up going to like a couple of other ones um at like different places and then there was this one time and then and then i realized i really love rollerblading so like i begged and begged my parents to like get me some like rec pair rollerblades cuz they're like there was this birthday party coming up and uh it was and it actually got detrimental because like i got into like i was like a little kid but like i, I got into a fight with a kid on the kickball court and uh <laughs> the kickball and, I, court? and then we got sent to the principal's office it was like the first time i ever really had like a problem yeah is on kick, the kickball so court dude kickball like, like we just had like, a disagreement like uh soccer baseball it's yeah, exactly. Okay, that, that's what it is. You guys not have that up north? Like, but we call uh, a... yeah. It's called, I think it's called soccer baseball. We call it soccer baseball. <laughs> no, it's not. That's not what it's called. Really? I think so. 
Yeah, like soccer baseball. <laughs> where, where like the pitcher like bowls you the soccer ball and then you kick yeah, it. Yeah, right? that's 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 yeah, it's kickball. Yeah, that's that's okay. Is it called kickball? All right. Wow. I've been learning a lot about different cultures lately, and this is this is like a, a cultural difference from Canada and and the rest of North America. Interesting. Maybe, maybe. Soccer baseball. I think we call it soccer, soccer baseball. baseball. It's been a long I'm time since I've played this. It's yeah. Okay. Like, that's totally like an elementary school. Like you don't play that beyond elementary school. Maybe no way, high school. Like maybe that, early high like... school, but but it's not like adults yeah. get together like, hey, let's play some some kickball. Well, Maybe actually, they do like in some places, of, not around here. <laughs> a, bu- a bunch of hipsters in uh, in Brooklyn would disagree. Oh, I because bet, kickball yeah. like gets to be really serious, like Pat's Blue Ribbon, like athletics. You know right. what I mean? Like it's like one of those things. Yeah. But uh, but anyways, like back to back to the kickball fight. Like so, like I got my like pair of rollerblades, and then like I was I was so hyped to like bring these rollerblades to like the birthday party because I was like, yes. I'm showing up and I'm not renting, you know? And uh, nice, but then we pro. got sent to the principal's office and I was like, and I like, we got, we had to tell our stories like individually to like the principal to see if they like matched up. Right. And so like at the end of my story, like I like, I, I broke down, dude. I was like, I was like, Mr. Kumba, like, please, like, you know, just, just tell my parents if they're going to punish me that they can let me go to John Hogan's birthday party because he's moving to Boston <laughs> and I just got my first pair of rollerblades. Like, this is this is all, like, 100% true. And so, like, and so, like, Mr. Kumba, like, told my parents and they let me go to the birthday party. I guess they felt so bad or whatever. Your, your son and, Dave uh, says that and then got it was at this place. It was at this place called Extremes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's really sorry. He just wants to rollerblade at, at John Hogan's birthday party this weekend. Just, and then after just that, him after yeah, that. you could do whatever you want. After that, you know, beat he's him. He's really do, concerned do about the rollerblades. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so that's it. and that's and that's exactly how it went. And so, uh, and uh, and so, um, so I went to the party, and it was at this place called Extreme Skate, like Inline Skate Club. They had like, and it was like, a, it was like hockey and like rec skating. And then like I got there, we got into like the birthday zone, and then once like everyone got their rec skates, they're like, okay, like unleash, and they like they like let us like go on to like the rink and then i was like skating like i remember like going around like everyone was going in the same direction i was skating and then i remember going the first lap around and then i see like like i'm like i'm like trying to like keep speed or whatever and then i see like this fucking guy like i will never forget this He, he he was like he does like a flip and he was on rollerblades but it was it was not in it was not in the rink it was like it was behind this fence that was just like like next to the rink, like in the back of the rink, like in like where they put like all like the miscreants and stuff. Like right. there was a skate park there oh, that shit. was in the that was in this in the rink. And I and like as I'm making this first lap, dude, I see this guy do a flip, and I was like, holy shit! And I like stop at like the glass, and I'm like looking like through the glass. I'm like, I gotta figure out how to get over there. <laughs> and so I like leave the rink entirely, and then like find like the pathway to like get to the skate park. And I'm like dumbfounded, dude. Like there's like this like chain link fence, like, and I'm like watching all these guys like fly around in like fucking Jinko jeans with like pawn wrist guards and like oh, and like chains shit. with their wallets on them, dude. Doing like fucking UFO like everything, dude. Like it was it, like I'd never seen anything like it. I was like, holy shit. And so I like go to like try to get into that zone, and then like the skate park guard was like, "No, no, no, you may, you shall not pass," you know. And yeah. then and then like totally discouraged me. So like, 
So I like kept skating around the rink for a while until I got bored. And then I, dude, I was just like taken back by like, by like skating like this. And I was like, holy shit, like people do this, like at this place. I was like, I have to remember this place. Like once my parents like picked me up, I was like, I want to come back. Like, you know, like I want to do that. And, um, and they were like, yeah, 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 sure. And then, uh, and then like the the idea kind of got lost for a little while, but I like always had my rollerblades and I was always skating around like on my like patio, like in the back of my house. And so, um, and then like my cousin, uh, Scott, who lived up the street, he's like four years older than me. And he always like skateboarded and like had all like the dangerous, like cool toys. So, and he always came over the house like all the time. And I used to always like, like try out like all this new shit, but he came over one day, uh, and this is, this is like, this is actually like the pinnacle. Like this is when it like all happened for me. Like, like he came over one day, he had like a pair of K2 fatties on. He skated, like he bombed down the hill, like a fucking badass. I'll never forget like hearing those like, like shaky ass, like grind plates, like, like rolling down. And like, he's like bombing down like the hill. Like he lives up the street from me and he had like this stop sign in his hand. And, uh, like, I guess he had like pulled it out from like the, the end of the street or something like that. I don't know where it came from, but like he took the stop sign off of it and like, he, he like takes out like one of, I guess his like mom's candles, like out of his pocket. And I'm like, dude, this guy is crazy. Like, what is he doing? And, uh, and then he's like, Dave, dude, like you like rollerblading now. And I was like, yeah, I like rollerblading. He's like, watch this. And he like, like, like just waxes, like totally grom waxes, like the hell out of the thing. And like approaches the the rail that's like on the ground at like two miles an hour and then front sides across it. And the stop sign. And I was like, what's that? Like the, st- the stop sign, like the pole. Yeah, on the stop sign, like like you know how it's like square. Yeah, yeah. Like that, like they're made like and they're like square like that. Like my grooves were like that for years after that, because like that stop sign is like what I learned everything on. And I was like, after that front side dude, I was like, Scott, how do I do that? And he's like, Well, you gotta do it like this. And then I kept trying to do it, but like granted, I like still had middle wheels. And he's like, Oh man, like we gotta we gotta do something about this. And then like we went into the garage and like we asked my dad, we're like, what's the appropriate tool for this you know and then and then um and then my dad like helps us he's like why do you want to take out your wheels and then and then like i was like don't worry about it like i'm gonna have extras now and then uh (laughs) and then like from that moment dude like i was having the hardest time like front siding this rail like we had like a little like like it was like a, a one stair and then we would put it down so like it was like on an angle like the stop sign and then uh, my f- cousin was just like able to like front side the shit out of it like all day. And I was like, fuck, like I'm, I'm never going to be able to do this. And, and then he ended up leaving the, the stop sign there. And, and dude, for the rest of the evening, like until it got dark, I remember like get, like getting like my first front side on those rec blades. And I was like in sweat. It was like the heat of the summer and like all this stuff. I was like, I don't even remember. I was like 11 or 12 years old. And then I like get, I like landed it and I was like, whoa. And I did it again. And I was like, yes and i like i remember just like taking off the skates and like calling calling my cousin up and being like scott man like i fucking did it like i've mastered the front side yeah and then he's like yeah and it was like it was like that old 90s mentality like yeah so what so keep doing it like and i was so discouraged i was like, man fuck that guy like i'm gonna i'm gonna learn how to skate better and then like and then eventually like i ended up uh, getting a pair of K2 fatties myself and I learned what souls were and it was like, dude, it was just like, that was it from there. And it was, the rest is just like, I just wanted a blade. And, but like I, but after that, like shortly thereafter, like my cousin got out of it and then we moved 
away from him, but I kept skating and, uh, I like and I had like a a buddy that like I was going to private school at the time, which sucked. I used to get like fucked with all the time because the long hair and like all this shit. And um, and that was in high school when we moved. But I'd been rollerblading like through like like middle school, and then uh, and then once I moved to high school, is I met a kid. Uh, I used to go to like CCD. It's like Catholic. Like like after you go to school, you go to have to learn about Jesus and stuff. Yeah, like, catechism. And, uh, catechism exactly yeah uh, i went to catechism oh man catechism was such a bummer yeah and i met this this other kid who was a skateboarder and he was like he was like yeah this sucks too and i was like oh cool like we're friends now like you skateboard and you think that catechism sucks like this is this is perfect like we're, we're, and and actually it's funny because i'm friends with the kid till this day and he and the house that i ended up moving to in high school like i didn't go to the same high school because i was going to private school at the time and uh and uh but he would come over like with his with his skateboard and like his rail and dude we would like we would skate I like grew up around skateboarders essentially and like we would skate every single day and uh, and like like eventually he got out of it and um, and I just like I kept I kept doing it like I, I left I, I got like beat up like so bad one time that like that I was like hey like you know like it's time for me to get taken out of private school because like obviously this isn't working out and then my parents were like yeah this this become clear to us now uh and then i went to, i started going <laughs> like to like, like you got beat up by students at this public school yeah it was like it was like a, a private school it was an all boys it was an all boys catholic high school like and i had gone i had gone to public school like throughout my whole like upbringing yeah and then high school i guess was just like that was my time to like go and and do that and then uh it like i met some kids out, out there that like skated and like we used to have like a free period where we would like we weren't supposed to leave the campus, but like we, I used to have to take the train to school like for an hour because I like lived really far away from it, like in a different area. But it was like, uh, it was in a, in an area where like there was a lot of spots around the school. So like on the, in these free periods, like I would like bring my, I would bring my skates, uh, to, uh, to school and we would actually go skate like street skate around the, around the high school. And then once I would leave that high school and take the train back, I'd like, I'd sometimes like go and like onto like little, you know, adventures, like solo dolo, like skating, like different spots off of the train station and like all that stuff. And, and then meeting up with my buddy that lives around the corner. Uh, and then once, and then like long story short, once I got beat up, like, and then went to, uh, public high school, like then I was like with all the homies again, uh, that were like that, like I was like skating around with like just locally here. And, and then, uh, eventually they got out of it, but I just, I kept doing it until uh until uh what's it called until i i broke my shoulder snowboarding um because i was like because i like uh i always wanted to like do like big airs and stuff like that and like snowboarding and like that was like the the one way for me to do i never even like considered skiing because because like why would you ski if you rollerblade because you know (laughs) they they're not like similar at all yeah and um and uh so i always wanted to like do like the same things on like snowboards but then I would like always every time I would try to do that, I'd break my shoulder. And then I, I broke my so- shoulder so bad, like when I was like applying for colleges and I was like my whole goal was like, all right, apply for film school, go to film school in, in New York City. And then once you get to New York City, like you're going to meet like all the New York City rollerbladers and yeah. then you're going to get part of that scene. And then eventually you're just going to, you know, do it that way. And then um, and it didn't happen that way. Cause like for three years, like I wasn't able to skate cause my, uh, 
because like whenever I throw my shoulder to spin, it was my right shoulder. Like it would pop out of place or like there was like just excruciating pain. And then like, so it it actually, it was, that was a little bit of a blessing in disguise because it made me like focus on like the craft of, of filmmaking, which, uh, which then like, um, like later on, like, like, I think it was like senior year of college. I was like, I was like, man, I want a rollerblade. And then like, I went to this, uh, to the skate park that I had found, like, it's actually like finding the skate park on the way home from from school and then and then i was like whoa i still have rollerblades like i literally dusted off my rollerblades like like put meaning to the phrase like 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 totally like blew the blew the dust off of them so at this time you were just skating there you were just like filming a lot not not skating much because yeah i was i was completely like i was i was no i was completely focused on my studies i hadn't skated in like like literally like three and a half years like almost four years at that point in time but were you were like, you filming would... rollerbladers or were you no i was not them, at all nothing like no not at all not at all yeah. i was like completely like I, I completely left that like part of my life because because uh, it was like well i got to focus on my studies and like and i was like work i was working like for like i did like a bunch of stuff for like ray-ban and uh and spin magazine like i had a bunch of bunch of different like apprenticeships like for filming that i was like that I was involved with and and then and like I said that one day I found that skate park I was like man I'm going to I'm going to go and and skate here and then I went and skated there and this kid uh Jordan Bias like he's uh he's one of the New York City locals um he's got a bunch of edits out there uh but he he's like always been like a core person like in the scene in New York City and like I didn't know anything about like what was going on like I I lost touch with that completely yeah and um so uh Jordan like comes up to me. He's like, he's like, Hey man, like we haven't seen you around here. Like, what's your deal? Like, <laughs> and I was like, Oh man, like I just, I started skating again today. Like, <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, man, this place sucks. And I was like, Oh, like, I guess so. Like I was just hyped that it was like a skate park that was like by my house. And he's like, man, come to this place. And he brings me to this place. If anyone's taken a trip to New York, they've been, they've been brought to uh second and D second, second street and Avenue D like, and this is like, and I got there dude. And there was like, a hundred rollerbladers there like skating a box that they had made on like a on like a basketball court with like these two like chunked up sea ledges that were there and i was like whoa and then uh and then from that day like those kids started hitting me up to to like start skating and then uh last man standing contest happened and um i ended up uh i ended up going all the way through like the amateur division into the pros and into the finals and like i i like just couldn't i couldn't hold up in the finals like i was like dead it but i got um but jordan then like called me like the day after because kato had hit him up somehow and he was like he was like hey who's that kid who like made it through the finals and uh and kato ended up flowing me on rims and then from that moment i was like i was like damn dude i gotta like i gotta refocus on this and then i started skating again and then uh college came to an end i tried to do like the like traditional job thing like in film and it just wasn't working out because it was like watching paint dry and shit like i wasn't able to do like the things i wanted to do and then um and then i remembered like i had uh i had some buddies over at woodward west richie richie velasquez uh uh is the person that i'm talking about and then uh, i called them up i was like hey could i like come out and like osi like like just so i could free and they're like yeah sure and they and they uh OSI. And they let me like come out. Yeah, it's like a on-site instructor. So okay, like, you're, yeah. you're basically just 
you're babysitting the skate park to make sure no one like like me gets hurt like at Woodward you know what I mean yeah and uh so I was I I went out there and then uh Richie Richie like uh told me hey like we have this digital media program you you mentioned that you went to film school I was like yeah he's like oh well the instructor like can't be here for the next two weeks would you want to do that I was like of course that's what I'd want to do and then from from there like uh like I did the I did the two weeks like you know said my goodbyes and everything and then got back to New York city. And then I was like, I didn't have a, I didn't have a place anymore. So I was like couch hopping for like a really long time until I like, until I was like leaving one of my buddy's houses, um, like couch hopping, like, like place to place, like trying to figure out what my next place is going to be. And I get a call from Richie and I was like, uh, and I was like, Oh, Richie, like what's, what's going on? He's like, he's like, Hey Dave, like, uh, like, what are you doing? I was like, uh, I'm just hanging out, like actually like trying to find a like new place to like go and live for a little bit. And, um, and then, uh, Richie said, Richie said, well, we got this new, we have this new program, uh, that we're going to start. It's like a high school, like a boarding school for like action sports athletes. And, uh, we know that you, 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 we think you'd be the perfect person to like teach our digital media because it's going to be like an elective for the kids out there. And so like film school, because I did film school and then called Woodward, like they considered me to like be the person to like get that job. And that's what brought me back to Woodward. Oh, wow. and I started working at Woodward. So it's like film school, like brought me to Woodward, which then brought me to my job at Woodward. Nice. And like, like I'm saying it, it like, it's crazy. Like how that like all kind of flowed like into each other. Like it was, so was that I like a, a classroom setting? Like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. teaching like, I, how I to use up. final cut or whatever. Ex- exactly. And, and, like, and how like to film, film and, Exactly. Like wow. So do, you were like, a, you were a film school teacher, basically. I was yeah. I was a, I was a teacher. Like That's I didn't, crazy. I don't have like the teaching certificate or nothing like that. But I like wrote up a curriculum like what I think that you you know we should do like how, like specifically like around like filming like BMX and skateboarding and rollerblading you know right and uh, and like that was yeah that was what so, I was doing for like two years out there. So Woodward, pardon my ignorance, but is that like a summer school? Like kids uh, go for the summer, or is that like a a, a normal high school type situation? Well, no. This was actually like the first the first year that they were like like putting this program. It was like, it was like they were turning into a high school, like in in hopes that they would eventually like become like a high school like during the year, and then during the summer, it's like it's it's like a, a summer camp that just involves like action sports and right. like extreme sports and stuff and gymnastics and all that other stuff. Yeah. So, uh, so, so then I ended up having like a, a full year gig there, like doing the high school thing and skating on my free time and then doing the summer program skating on my free time. And then, uh, and then, uh, unfortunately one day the program was like, I guess they were, they were going through a huge change at the time. Like Woodward got bought by, uh, by this company called powder corporation. And, uh, they like own like all of the, uh, like all of the ski resorts in America. Like they, they are the ski industry and like all that stuff. So they, they made Woodward a part of their franchise, but they, uh, they didn't want to keep the, the Woodward, the, what it was called Woodward U program, uh, which is the high school that they were doing in the off season. So, um, at that point in time, like after I did my second summer of like, of that, uh, it kind of it kind of became clear that like you know slowly like my my job was like kind of becoming non-existent, but then um, but they didn't let me go you know, but uh, but then one day uh, Pamela Velasquez Richie's Richie's wife 
um, set, she, uh, she had then become the director at that time. Uh, she sent me an email from this German company called Flick Flack that, um, that was specifically seeking inline skaters for a mega ramp show. And oh. I was like, I, that's, that's me. Like I, I like raised my hand. Like I, I emailed these people back. I sent them like my WRS edit. And they're like, yeah, yeah, this is very good. Yeah, like we, we are going to come to California, and then we are going to, uh, we are going to examine you, and then make sure you are good for like the the show and like all this stuff. And and like they they came and met up with me like in in Tehachapi, and uh, like without even like without even saying hello, how are you? They were like, yeah, so you come to the show, you do this show, and then because apparently <laughs> I was like. They were, they were like the I was like the first person to reply to that email in like two years. Like it had been sent like like I guess they had been sent to like a couple of rollerbladers, but Haffy was doing Nitro Circus at the time. Yeah. And then uh, and then it just I just happened to be the first person to like to kind of jump on it. So is it similar then, to uh, Nitro Circus like Flick Flack? It's like a touring kind of mega ramp show. Well, they were like they were like traditionally like a circus, like a circus circus. But then okay. they like rebranded their uh, their show for like a year. Uh, so that it was like incorporating like motorcycles and like other sorts of like extreme like things. Like they had like these people that would do like like two people pushing in the back like on a on a swing, and then they'd send our buddy Marcel like 30 feet up in the air, and he'd do like quadruple front flips and then land on like a mattress that was like smaller than what you sleep on, like being held up by like two feet, like just like the gnarliest raw talent, like extreme quote unquote acts that. Uh, that you could like imagine, but like the one staple that they wanted to do is that they wanted to do the mega ramp. And, uh, and like, then I like, I was like, who, who'd be perfect for this? And there was like two people that I like, I could think of like, cause at the time I like, I then got sponsored by Shima. Um, and then I was like, all right, it's like, all right, Miguel and Shima. And so I asked Miguel. I like that Miguel you said like, Shima. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Brian, I was thinking you know, about, like, no, I was thinking about how it's unfortunate that it's known as SSM. I like Shima. Oh well, I mean, I yeah, like yeah, that I like because Brian's it is Shima Skate Manufacturing. It's good. Game. The name Shima. Exactly. Is good. That's right. I just wish I think yeah. the, the the brand would be more badass if everyone referred to it as Shima. More yeah. <laughs> more so than SSM. Not to keep well, what, going with your story. Keep. This is good. No, no, no. I, that's that's interesting that you'd say that. I'm going to come back to that point. I'm not going to forget that because I want to. I'm, I'm going to ask you a couple questions there, bud. Yeah, um, you do that. So, so, uh, so yeah, then I, I called, I called, uh, Brian up and then, and like, he was like right away, like Miguel, Miguel was like, was like, yeah, I'd love to do it. But like, he seemed like kind of uncertain Then I asked Brian and then he was like, yes, like you fucking, you tell me when, and like, I'm there. And then, so like I replied, I was, I, and I found like, they're like, okay, well help us find like a whole crew. So I had no, I had known some BMXers like through, uh, through Woodward. So I called up these two like crazy Australian cunts that I know. And uh, they actually incorporated that word into my vocabulary, like when I was over there. So like, it's actually become too casual. It's like not acceptable in America, apparently. Oh, fuck but anyways, those people. Uh, cunt what's is up, a, Jack and Daniel? Cunt is Shouts a good word. Cunts. It's got, it's got like, it's, it's, it's so nice. It, it's a it powerful word. It has like word. a good texture to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it really is. Yeah. <laughs> aside, aside from that, so I called these two BMXers up, and I was like, yeah, I got the whole, I got the whole crew. And then uh, they flew me out to Germany, and they uh, they like wanted me to help them like like build this ramp. So I stayed out in Germany for like a week, um, 
and then uh and like i i like took all i i went out to i literally went to the mega ramp at woodward west and like and like took all the dimensions from like the lip like everything like the gap like all the all this stuff like what the angles were and like the radius of the ramp and like the launch blah 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 i brought that to to germany and then and then uh, i get brought to like and i'm at this point like i have no idea what this thing is like i'm super skeptical because like they're, they're just like these like weirdo germans that like like came over to like america and they're like yeah you do mega ramp show yeah and then and then so like i i was like i was like all right these guys seem legit uh, but then when they flew me to Germany, I was like, all right, this is pretty legit. And then once I got to the venue, like it, granted it was like, it was a tent, but it was like a fucking stadium. Like this is the thing that was that like seats like 2000 people. And that was like the kind of show that we were doing like six days a week, two times Saturdays and Sundays, like mega ramp, Whoa. like with one day off. Yeah. Wow. So it was like, it was intense. Like every day. Like eating mega ramp for dinner, you know what I mean? Like whether or not like you want to or not. So like, were they paying no you? No matter well? how broke off. To do yeah, they, they paid us. They paid us. They took care of us. They they um they gave us a place to stay. Me and Shima were living in in a shipping container for nine months. Mm-hmm. Uh, like split and split in half, like a shipping container. Like you could literally like like knock on the door, like Yo Shima, you want to go to like get food or something? You'd be like Nah, dog. I'm sleeping, you know, like, like, or it was actually probably more, it was more like the other way around. I think I was always the one like slacking off. But, um, so once these guys like brought me and I saw this, like the size of this tent, I was like, holy shit. Like these guys are, these guys are for real. And then, uh, and then they're like, oh, I was like, okay, let's like, let's look at this mega ramp you got. And then they're like, oh yeah. Okay. Sure. I want to show you. It's so cool. Cause like I, I'm in this tent and I don't see this fucking thing. I was like, a mega ramp's like pretty hard to miss. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a pretty big piece of piece of uh a prop so like then he's like yeah and then he takes this like big like box out and then it's just goes and like and then i look up and i see this like 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 epic like music like starts like playing and this mega ramp like starts lowering from the ceiling and i was like holy shit like and i and then i went up to the top of the thing and i was like holy fuck like what happened like this, this is like the first time like I I had been on like a, a drop in like that big, and I was like, "What the fuck did I get myself into?" Like <laughs> everyone's gonna be so pissed at me. Like and granted, I I had told like like if if Shima's listening now, he's, he's probably gonna have a good laugh. But like I had told everyone that I hadn't seen like the top of the ramp or nothing like that. But when I got up there, dude, I was like, "What the fuck am I thinking with this shit?" And then so like the the ramp would like lower from the from the top, but it wasn't like like attached to the lip so the the lip of it the actual launch like would attach like i let me see if i can if i can do it with my hands but it would like attach like like this and then eventually like come like flush with the ground uh and then and then the ramp would be like sticking up after that like they physically attach it like they would in the show break this they'd put this thing up and down like they put it up in a 15 minute pause in the show and then they break it down within like two minutes and in like in the middle of an act that was going on, like on the stage, like, so like they insane would, like, lower it from the ceiling, from the ceiling and then raise it back up into the ceiling. And it would be totally clear off the stage, like in two minutes. Oh my it God. It was like the craziest engineering I've ever seen. Like the stage crew for that, for that show was insane. So did, so you, then they put did the, you get lowered down from the ceiling or did once no, it was no, down, no, no. We, you climbed up like yeah, a ladder? Yeah, we would have to climb up. Like was it huge. a ladder or a big set of stairs? Yeah, it was like it was like stairs that like the sketchiest, da- most dangerous stairs like 
Oh like at God. first there was no railing on the side. So like we would have to like hold on for dear life, like onto the side of the mega ramp and just pray we didn't like slip. Cause we would have to climb up with our blades on yeah. and uh, the BMXers would have to carry their bikes on their back and stuff. And they oh. were like, Hey, we need a railing. Cause like we could <laughs> fall. And, uh, but, the, but dude, it's, it's even gnarlier. Oh, it gets, it, it's, so, there's so much to it, dude. Like at first, at first the ramp didn't even have a flat bottom. It was like a, it was like a like a ski launch. It was just like whoop, like right away. So I was like, hey, uh, we need to put some flat bottom because that's not enough time. Like you mean like you know, like so flat between like the the launch and between the, the between the launch and the and the roll in between the launch and the roll in. So it was like a like it was like one it was like one big piece. Like it was like rolling like straight into the launch at first. Oh okay, so okay the the, the start no, ramp where you roll. It's like it's like it's like having a vert ramp with no flat bottom in between the two quarter. Ramps. Right. <laughs> so like okay. It, it, so it was gnarly and I was like So did you say this like to the, did you hit it first and then say No, okay. no, no, no. Here's like, here's the thing. I I didn't even get to test it the first time I was out cuz we were like building the damn ramp. And then so I, I was just kind of like eyeballing it to like see like, you know, what the hell the deal was. And um and then they, uh, it was, it was fucking crazy, man. Cause, cause, uh, cause I was like, Hey, like, you know, th- this is really dangerous the way it is right now. Like <laughs> someone could really get broke off. Like there's not, there's no flat bottom like there. And, uh, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we go to lunch. We, and then, uh, and then we, we do the specs of the ramp and like all this stuff. And, and dude, literally we went to lunch and then came back and these dudes had fabricated flat bottom into this thing, like within like an hour dude like and i was like yeah this is this is kind of legit and so uh and then after we i left germany dude it was no it was it was not dude this is the gnarliest ramp ever this was like like and 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 by flat bottom i mean like maybe 10 feet like between (laughs) between the the rolling and the launch and grant this is like a this is like a three three and a half story rolling massive like a 30 rolling massive massive just like like exactly like i i don't know like huge just yeah. just big as fuck like gnarly oh my god and uh and the lip and the lip was like was like about the size of a vert ramp as well so it was like a 12 foot lip and then like when you say lip like the we launch? ended up adding it yeah the launch of it yeah like yeah. the launch of the of the ramp was like huge and it was and so then, it was like that that uh, fly box style launch where well it, at it, first it, it was more of like a snowboard style but right, then right. but then for some reason we decided that we needed more lips so we could go higher instead of going because it was sending us too far initially. Yeah. Uh, like we were jumping like the whole length of the tent, like when we were practicing on the airbag. And then so like so like the, the mega like, ramp. Yeah, just add like the mega yeah, ramp yeah, is, the mega is ramp. more of it, the mega ramp's like an out kind of or does it? Yeah, really... exactly. It sends you it sends you out rather than up. But we decided right. that we needed like more time to go up. So that we didn't go out as far because we only had so much room in the space or okay. in the in like the tent. So different so, than the um, mega ramp, a little bit. Yeah, much yeah. much different. Uh, it was it was it was really poppy. Like Holy it would send you shit. it would send you up really really high. Yeah. But we didn't consider the fact that we needed like a step up landing at that point because it was kind of built for for the landing that we had. So we were going like super huge at first. And then, like dropping like so far onto onto a, the, our initial landing was like was a a wood landing that was covered with carpet. So if you went down, yeah. like you got carpet burn. Oh God! Like so. So you were landing so on bad. carpet. 
yeah, we were landing on carpet and it wasn't like carpet that was like all together. It was like strips of it that they would roll down. Like for, so, cause we were sharing the same landing as the, as the freestyle motocross guys and they needed that grip to land on. So, okay. so, so they, then, they like to land on carpet. Yeah. Because it, I guess it's got more grip for their tires or whatever. Go right. figure. So, That's so like, you, you had to land on carpet initially. Yeah. Initially. <laughs> but then, but then like, we were like, Hey, the carpet thing's like not working. Cause like we, we were getting tripped up. Like, yeah. cause it was like, it was individual strips of it that they would just roll, roll out like onto the floor. But, uh, sometimes like your skate would get caught in the middle of it and like, you just get sent back like and fall and then just have like the worst carpet burn you've ever gotten in your whole entire life. Yeah. And so, uh, so uh, was that so, scary? Uh, like the first time you tried to hit that? Yeah, it was definitely like you were standing scary. at like, the top of that. Not, sketchy... not even, not even just, it was scary. It was scary. Like all throughout because, <laughs> Oh, sorry. You keep, I keep talking over you. Do no, my bad. It's uh no, it was like, it was scary. Like the whole entire time one, because initially we didn't have stairs. So we were taking like a scissor lift up to the top, which didn't even reach the top of the mega ramp at all. So like, and it wouldn't even like get close to the, to the, like the, to the rolling, to the top of the rolling at all. So like that we'd go up on the scissor lift and then they'd like physically pull the scissor lift to the, to like the launch or the, or the rolling of it. And then we were like expected to climb up like five or six feet onto this thing, like suspended, like 40 feet in the air. Um, like, uh, and then, and then like the first time, like we jumped it, like, and, and, I, I made the mistake of like telling all these fucking guys like, all right guys. So like, you know, I was like, I was like the, the like team leader at that point, I guess, or whatever. I was like, yeah, guys, I got us into this. So I'm going to be the one to test it out. And then once I got up there, dude, and like decided that that was the case, I was like, fuck dude, like, what have I taught? What have I done? Why have <laughs> I, why did I put myself up for this job? dude? It's like the worst, the worst thing. And then, and then like i i went for it i like i was like i was like all right i might as well three it so like i i went and three the damn first thing, try and then ended up you didn't even and then test ended up getting, it? no i got so broke off i got i got so broke off dude like no the thing with a mega ramp dude you want to you don't want to like um you don't want to uh like straight air it like straight airing it's harder than than doing like a spin so like I decided that that 360 was like the the good idea, and then I just remember like unless unless getting you're good at straight off. air, unless you're yeah, comfortable. unless you're I, I know. straight air, yeah. But there's like there's so much time, like you 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 almost ra- like it's easier to do a nine on that ramp than it is to like straight air it. Wow. All honesty, like wow. Yeah, it's yeah, like, well, it's because like you have all that time in the air. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like mega, yeah, mega ramp is on. that's on another level of launch. Like I've always, I've always yeah. said that I, I would love to try the mega ramp, but it's it's like I, I ten times it. bigger than than anything I've ever done. But so it's like in a whole nother yeah. like realm of experience, <laughs> you know. But uh, yeah, I th- and like Grant like. Like I had never done like a drop in like this before either. So like, and we had just been practicing from like midway, like from the scissor lift. So like going down the, from the top of that thing, like, and, and it was like, it was more than like a, like a 45 degree angle. Like this thing was steep because it it was made for like a small space. So it was like, it was almost like a, like a, 
a vertical drop. And like oh it was pretty, God. it was pretty buck. Like, but uh, you guys did, but like try, going down, you did try like rolling in from halfway just to like get kind yeah, of yeah, like feeling like, for it. Exactly. The funniest thing was like was was figuring out where to put it because like they they had bought us like an airbag to land on, but like they were like we don't know like the trajectory or nothing like where to put that landing ramp. So like for like a whole day like or like a our practice session like me Shiva and like the BMXers like we would just like stand out in the stands and like where we would launch and then wherever like we landed from that launch like Shima would like stand where or or me or whoever would make an X with some tape like where <laughs> right. we landed like <laughs> and it was like try, it was just like trial and error like where like where to like put this you know what I mean like oh man. So that was, so and, that was, and you're dude. thinking like, this is, this is my life. This is my job right now. It's like hitting this big launch. Yeah. I'm in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> what is and, the, and, what is and, the company? We're, we're what is the circus on... called again? Nicky Flick Knack? Flack. Flick Flack. No. <laughs> I, I kind of wish it was called Nicky Knack. That would be like way cool. Flick Flack. Uh, it was, it, Flick Flack actually, it means to like do like a, like a back, it, it's, it means to do like a back handspring, actually. That's that's what a flick okay. flack is. That's what a flick flack is. So like, yeah, yeah, that's what a flick flack is. <laughs> so is this is this like the German like Cirque du Soleil, like some kind of exactly traditional exactly. kind of circus like, but, with trapeze? Yeah, and... but like the one stipulation was like I I told these guys like right off the bat I was like hey I'm not doing this shit if I gotta be like in a fucking gorilla suit like. I still got a blading career. I got to look after, like, after this shit. You know what I mean? And I can't recover from that, like, yeah, yeah. After it, but they were, but they, but they weren't even about that. You know, like, like they, they were like totally cool with the fact, like, that we were just going to represent ourselves, like, the way, because that's that's the image that they wanted for the show, anyways. Cool, yeah. It was like it was gnarly, man. It was a lot of fire or something, or no, 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 no. There was there was like no like they they tried to put us into like some stupid shit like. And then we were just like, "Yo, look at the contracts, right?" And then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Well, that's cool that you that you said that at the beginning. Well, that's I, good I foresight on like, your part. Well, I didn't realize that, like, like, because that's like top tier, like in the circus world. Like, we didn't realize that we were going into like, like the top level. Like, people work their whole lives to like be hired by Flick Flack for a season, like, or oh. even have like a like a trial show once, and then like, and we we totally took that for granted. We like walked in like the fucking like americans like oh yeah like we're just here and then everyone's like ah yeah. these guys like look at them they think they're the stars already you know like all this shit and, and so we, we so, had a lot of animosity at first yeah actually. It was pretty... so but then, but then they realized we were ripping so it was cool. yeah yeah what so what was the experience of the actual shows like like did you all get together and at the beginning of the show and the head guy talked to you guys like, okay, we're going to have a good show. Like what? <laughs> no, no, no. It, it was it, it, like, you would think it would be that way. Right. But it was like, totally not that. It was just like everyone, everyone get into like, get into whatever, like you need to get into. Cause like, you're about to send it like, and the, and the crazy thing was, is like, no matter how bad you didn't want to, like, you'd always see that like, and like being around, like the majority of the circus was like Russian people. And they're like, Russian people are fucking gnarly. They are the gnarliest human beings on earth. Dude. Like they, they, uh, every day, every day are like sending it like, and that was, and that was like one, one thing that was sick to be around like all the time. 
was that like knowing that these people were always going to like send themselves like and they were always going to do their show like full force like every single day like what like, kind of athletes are you talking about like what 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 kind of stuff did they do I'm, th- I'm talking about people who were like who like would go like in one gnarly act and then like like one person would be like jumping off of this russian swing like jumping 30 meters in the, or 10 30 feet in the air and then doing quadruple front flips landing on on a mattress pad and then they'd run backstage strap on like a motorcycle helmet and then go into like a globe with 10 people like with 10 motorcycles in it and then one guy's like going around like the nine other motorcycles like like just like like that kind of shit dude shit. and like we were just responsible to do like a mini ramp act and the mega ramp show and then all these people were like sending it in like other like walks of like crazy shit man like Whoa. like and that and that was the thing that kept us motivated because it was like some days you'd feel like so like laggard like you'd either be like too tired from like the night before like going out like way too late because like you don't have any responsibilities until seven o'clock at night so like why not you know and then but or or you'd be like so broke off that like you're like man i'm just doing 360 540 900 a day you know like that was like that was the that was the quote-unquote easy show like we, we would say like we're doing the easy show today or or something like that. On like a two yeah. show day, you like sometimes like you you'd have to do that in the afternoon show. Shit. Because it was yeah. Cause so how many like, how many mega ramp launches did you have to do during a show? We would do we would do three three do each. three tricks three tricks each. But it was like within like a within like a five or six minute period. So you'd do one jump, and then you'd run back up like sixty some odd stairs. Your legs <laughs> would be burning. Yeah. And then you'd see the people down. Like you had just gotten up there, you're like, <gasps> like out of breath, like legs are burning, and then, uh, and then you'd see the people down, down at the bottom, like, you know, like saying thank you, like we did our jump successfully, like, and then you, the lights would come back up onto you, and you're like, fuck, like I got, I got my second jump now, and oh, then uh, and you do your second jump, and then you're like tired after that, and then you'd have to climb back up for your third, which was like your hardest trick, so like. Like my show, like I would do, I would do 900, and then I do double backflip late 180, and then I do misty <laughs> flip, to back, and then I do misty flip to backflip, and so like by the misty time it was flip like time to, to backflip, yeah, like misty flip, and then like continue looking backwards <laughs> to other flip, like and that, but that wasn't that's not what it started off with initially. Like initially we weren't like going that hard because we like I said we had that fucked up motorcycle landing. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then once we once we all got broke off like to the point like where they had to take us out of the show. They had to take us out of the show like for a couple of shows cuz like they were like cuz like everyone was hurt. We like physically couldn't couldn't do it. Like, right, yeah. Uh, they 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 went and dropped like 20,000 euros and like built us a new like a new step up landing and then they're like, "Okay, now you must throw down, you know, like yeah, yeah. now you must rip. <laughs> and, uh, so, here, okay. So flick flack, like it, 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 it tours around Germany or does it go this, into other countries around Europe? Yeah, it was just, it was, it was just around, yeah, it was just around Germany, all the major cities in Germany, except for like Hamburg and Munich. So we okay. got to see like all of Germany Nice and, uh, and like this was this was kind of the motto. This is actually what was hanging in my room. I would see this every day when I woke up. That's a it's a, it's a <laughs> picture of Muhammad Ali pointing at you, and it, and I wrote this little thing on the back. It's a German cereal box, actually. 
but it's in a little quote bubble and it says, don't be a pussy. So uh, that was kind of like the motto for like the whole entire year. Those are wise words. I mean, you, you, you really, you really couldn't man. Cause like, Jesus, no matter, no matter how, how bad you didn't want to do it, dude, it was like, you're doing this show six days a week. That's crazy. And like after you've, that's a lot of work after you've already done like, like, like we have Mondays off and then we would do four shows and then like, at the end of that, like it was like Friday, so like the whole fucking circus would like somehow like figure out this like insane party that we would go to. We'd all get like way too like hammered like the night before, and then it was time for weekend shows, which was two shows every single day. So you're already tired from the oh, whole week, shit. and then you're hungover. So you do like a then, day uh, show and, then, and a night show, and basically? night show. So then, yeah, and Sunday was like the worst day. Like Sunday, you could ask anyone at that at that circus that like Sunday was like the worst day of your life. Like Sunday evening show was like the bane of your existence. Like it was you wow. were just you were just done at that point in time. So and after then, all uh, these shows, like then, you must have gotten to a point where you were really dialed to that ramp. Like you just could well, really nail it consistently, or was it just uh, always? I mean, it, it, it was, it was questionable because like, because the, uh, the ramp wasn't the same every day, like, because, <laughs> because, because it wasn't like fixed to like any scaffolding or anything like that. Right. It, would, it would just get lowered. Literally like it was being suspended up by like chains and like, it would just get lowered. So like whenever it would like lower down, it would like sway back and forth. So sometimes, and like, and sometimes the top like chains were like uneven so like the platform you were standing on at the top would be uneven and then you'd roll you'd roll in to like an uneven surface and then if the ramp was like like at one point in time like we would have to like supervise the setup of the ramp uh because like like some days like the ramp would be too far right too far left and we only had like like it was like two launch box landings like like granted we were like landing on like a stage so it was like, like two launch box landings wide so like the motto was like like when when you do like a double flip or something like that like pull double go straight do not drift like don't like don't pull because either way if you went too far right too far left you were landing in the crowd like on people oh my and God. like and i i like on one misty backflip like like the ramp was like too far left one day and i like threw it i hucked it and then when i got through the misty i like i'm looking down i'm like i'm i'm not in the right place you know like i i see i see that i'm going into the crowd and then i like I just fully like raggedy and like open up and then just like stop the rotation completely. And, uh, and they had installed nets on the side of the, of the, of the, of the thing. So that like above the crowd. Yeah. Above the crowd. So like, (laughs) I like, I like launched like fully. I'm like, I'm like, Oh God, there's, there's no way I'm getting out of this. I launched fully like onto the side of the ramp and just barely like catch the end of the net. And then fall like into the front row, like in front of all these like people in like the handicap section. And this is like on like the last trick. And then Shima, like after that, like we, we all go back up on the stage and then like, you know, wave goodbye and all this stuff. I just remember Shima coming up to me and he just like he just looks at me, he's like, What the fuck? That was the craziest shit I've ever seen. Oh my god. Like 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 and then and then he's like, Come on, we gotta get on stage and say bye to these fuckers. Like <laughs> So like, and and that was the crazy thing too, because like some days you'd fall like like the double backflip 180 was like my most inconsistent trick, like yeah. other than the misty back, like that was the that was the hardest one to lace every day. But sometimes I'd fall on that one and like 
it's like, damn, dude, like you just fell on your second trick and you still got like a third one to go. Like, like, and some days, some days, dude, like people would have to like call it like after their first jump because they got yeah. broke off for something like that, you know, like yeah. in the middle of the show. So then it, once there was one less person and meant you had to hustle that, that much faster to get up and right. then you're getting like more and more tired, dude. Like it was the most insane cardio like of all time. Oh my God. <laughs> I was in the best shape of my life when I was at that damn circus, I'll tell you. I bet. Straight up. Fuck. It was gnarly, dude. Yeah, it was really gnarly. So there's a lot of crazy things that I almost got me and Shima killed by like a gang of. Okay. <laughs> when we were right there. Uh, okay. Freeze. <laughs> I have to pee so fucking bad. I'm going to go pee. I'll come back. I'll call you. And then you tell me about getting. We're gonna, we're gonna, all right. I'm going to, I'm going to do the same thing then. Okay, cool. I'll see. Ah. Oh, that's so much better. So we're we're back again. Yeah, no, that that was actually that was actually getting critical for myself too, because like, I was like, okay, I can just fight through this, you know. But yeah. I updated my location, got a little drink of water, Perfect. wet the old whistle, and uh, now now I'm ready. I guess I'm ready to go again. So, ready to rock. So yeah, I guess uh, I left off at the gang, the gang thing, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's an interesting story. Um, so, uh, <laughs> it was like after a show and, uh, allegedly were, if there's any German listeners out there, uh, they, uh, they know du- Duisburg. I'm probably saying that wrong, but, uh, but I think they know what I'm talking about. And, and apparently that's like one of the worst cities in Germany, like crime wise. Like we, it, I couldn't have picked the worst city to do this in. Yeah. So, uh, so like we're. We're like after the show, like we go across the street to like to get a case of beer and all this stuff, and and we're wa- we walking back with like it's like a big case of beer. So like me and Shima, like we got we got an arm each on it. It's like it's like the tall bottles. So like we're so we're, we're we got a pretty hefty payload at this point, and uh, and so we're walking back through the parking lot where um where there's like there's like uh, there's always like these people like hanging out there. It's like they're like tailgating for a party that's like never gonna happen. Uh, so like, uh, we're walking back through the parking lot and then, um, and then this car, like, like a, like a Honda Civic, like with a, with like a, you know, a tailpipe that, you know, like that whole, like that whole thing. The lawnmower like, car. Yeah, exactly. Whips by us, dude. Like, like literally almost hits us. And then like, as it's going by, I decide that it's like a good idea. Like, Hey man, poof, like kick the car like that. <laughs> and that was, that was like my worst, worst mistake ever. Um, and that car, like screeching halt, and then and then like two dudes get out of the car, like blah blah blah, fucking fuck, you know, like I, speaking like, and uh, I guess they were, they allegedly were Turkish. Um, oh shit! And then they they got a, they got in my case like really really fast, and uh, and I was like, man, you almost hit me, and they they like they they don't understand. All they can think about is the damn car. Yeah. So then like I'm like I'm like fuck man like like like. We're, and then, but as soon as I kicked the car, I, I forgot the most important part of the story. Like before the, the tires even screeched, like Shima just goes, Dave, you just fucked us. And then like you hear the screech and like these two dudes get out of the car and they're like freaking out and, uh, and they get in my face and like one, one dude like punches me across the face. I'm like, Whoa, what the fuck? Whoa. Like that's, I was like, I was like, this is like unnecessary. So like I, <laughs> I get like one of the bottles, like out of the, out of the case. And I, like, cause I'm ready to like defend myself at this point. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I took, I turned around like with the bottle and then somehow 
everyone in the whole entire parking lot was like their buddies and it was like 40 of these guys Whoa. like that are that are there and then and then they're like they're screaming at me the bottle put the fucking bottle down that blah 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 like in my face boom like another punch goes across my face so i was like fuck like like i was getting like pissed off and then to the point where these dudes are like pushing us up like against the fences and stuff and then um at one point like in the whole scuffle like shima just goes dave run and then <laughs> and then we just like we booked it we booked it like and then they took like a couple of them like uh were like kicking me like on the way like on the way out like and then we just had to like start running faster because like and as we started running faster they took some of our beer bottles out of the case and like started throwing them at us yeah and all this shit and uh and then like we got back to like our safe area like over by like where we were living at the tent and uh and these and and then shima's like holy fuck dude like holy shit and i was like what i was like i was like i know that was bad but like like why did like we we left really fast back there? He's like he's like yeah, dude. Those fucking guys had like, like brass knuckles and like like knives and like guns and shit like that. We had to get the fuck out of there. And then so like, and then like and then I was like oh my god, like talk about like near death experiences, dude. And then Holy and then shit. Uh, like we we waited a little while for it to clear out, and then and we went back to the parking lot. And then it turns out they left the beer, so like. We went and got the beer, and then wow, they <laughs> left the beer. Party. Awesome. They left the beer. Can you believe it? Well, well, then we, then we, uh, I guess we realized because, uh, because um, I don't want to, I don't want to sound like a, like, like it's like a generality, but I, apparently, uh, for the most part, Turkish people are, are Muslim and they don't, and right, they don't drink right. and everything, so like they have no use for that beer. So it was kind of like we got our lives and we got the beer still too. So oh. minus the few that they tried to throw at us. But. But that was like that was a pretty gnarly story. So so I I learned a valuable lesson out there is like uh, do not fuck with what you do not know. And then we told we told this story to uh, one of the German uh, locals out there. His name's uh, Mike Loyevsky. He's a he's an SSM rider as well. And uh, he goes, man, you're crazy, man. You kicked a Turkish guy's car. Like and I was like I was like, yeah, I I, I guess I did. He's like, man, you would have been better off beating his wife down because oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, because like. Because apparently they like they cherish their cars more than they like cherish their own wives and all yeah, well, yeah. that was like the joke of it apparently. But it was crazy. Like I, I I had no idea. Like and I had no idea where I was. But like after that, like the uh, the circus actually called up like uh, they called up like I don't know what I don't know what motorcycle gang it was, but they like they like came and like made their presence like at the show and all this stuff to let them know that this was like their territory and not to like fuck with the show or the people in the show. Otherwise their whole like shit was going to get like scuffled. Dude, I had to like go Holy to the police shit. and like all this stuff. Like I had to answer questions and like all this crazy nonsense, but it was like, whew, like Holy was, fuck. Was, like, thank bad, God. Bad thank God. Shima told you to run. Yeah, dude. Well, it was like, it was like, we, we had no other option dude like because once i turned around and like i was ready to defend myself against these two guys like that we probably could have like you know been all right like getting into a little round of fisticuffs with but then when there were 40 of them yeah like it didn't it and didn't with weapons like, you know. and shit <laughs> jesus because yeah. yeah it's so gnar <laughs> so <laughs> you can laugh about it now but like Oh man, I can tell. I'll tell you, man. Like that, that whole like flick flack journey was like the craziest. I've said it. Before, I've said it once. I've said it, and I'll say it again. It was the craziest two man mission since Tom Sawyer, Huck Finn. 
like in all honesty like that was it was it was like there was so much shit that had happened like that year that like i like I have a hard time, like even like, because there's so much like, if I if if you dude, you have to do a podcast with Shima, because like, oh for sure, I know I'd that dude to. like can definitely tell you some crazy stories, and I know that I know for a fact he's like doing exactly what I'm doing, just trying to recoup. So, so yeah, dude, like that was just one of like like a thousand crazy stories. I'm sure that like could be told, you know, like uh, there's there's, but but overall, dude, that whole experience like was just was just amazing in the how sense long that, how um, long was this how long did you do this uh flick flack it was it was a nine month tour nine month nine month tour nine with months, any breaks uh, in in there we had well we had mondays we had mondays off and then uh <laughs> it was so it's like <laughs> we had we had we had six days of shows two times saturdays and sundays mondays <laughs> off and then uh it was like usually like one or two months uh, depending on like, depending on the city, it was like one or two months in the city. So it was like, you're going for like one or two months straight of like doing that schedule. And then between, uh, cities, we had like five days off and that was like our, that was like our downtime. So like after that, like five day break, it was like right back into like gnarliness oh and like all God. that, like other stuff. <laughs> and then it was like, it was like, we had to like recalibrate the, the ramp and like all, every stop we'd have to like recalibrate the ramp and like make sure everything was like set to set like like the le- like everything was level and like set to zero so we weren't getting sent out into the crowd and like and like sometimes the ramp was like steeper or or not as steep and or you were going too too far or not far enough like it was it was crazy dude there were so many things that like like now like try- now like thinking about it like that should have gone wrong that like somehow like you know we knocking on wood on that one uh that we that we survived through and and then we both got, we both came back to America and got broke off. <laughs> so, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> but dude, like, like Shima, Shima said it like at the end of the tour, he's like, man, when, when, when this is all over, I'm going to go back and I'm going to like put out like one of, one of my best sections that, that I possibly can. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to really like, cause dude, like that, after doing that for like nine months, it got us into like such a mentality of like, of like ripping like every single day and like always having to be on that like 100% tip. Yeah. So like it, and it, and it like, and it transcended into like our blading, like, like outside of that, like, and we just kind of like try to keep that mentality. Like, and I, and I was doing that like up until like up until recently until like I got, I'm, I mean, like, I know I'm going to go back to it. Like, cause I don't think that's like something that's going to leave me ever yeah. because like now it's like, it's like you, you do it that hard, like all the time, like you can't, you can't revert like back to it, like despite like yeah, you totally you know, get like, conditioned. To... I'm gonna ease back into like blading. Yeah, like and 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 you almost you almost don't feel like you're you're like doing yourself like a favor, or, like justice. You know, like you work so hard at something and and you get so accustomed like to mm-hmm. to doing it that way, and and then you uh, and then like it comes to like a, a screeching halt. So you have to like continue on like in in one way or another, whether it like. It's like doing that same level on street or park or or, or both, you know. So, but it's almost it's almost good to be forced to uh, to take a break or to st- step away from it, because it's like if you if you didn't get hurt or yeah. if Shima didn't get hurt, then it would there would be that constant like need to 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 do it every day because you're like uh, yeah. that's like a program for you. 
you know? Yeah. Well, I, and also, but like, look at, I mean, look at Shima's section like that, like, yeah. like that he released, like that, like transcended into, into his street skating, like 100%. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like it was like, and, and like you, he was, he was like, I'm going to do it first because I want to, I want to set the bar. Like we got to, we got to start, like, we got to start like pushing, pushing this stuff again because because like we can't we can't have this like digression like like rollerblading's got to keep got to keep going whether it's like creatively or or like on a next scale kind of thing like I don't know we came back with like such a like progressive mentality like and wanted to like apply it to to what we were doing like, yeah like I don't know I don't know but but creativity wise dude you guys uh, won the internet for I think you sh- you're still winning the internet right now with uh, with big wheels too that's been like uh, like the creative like wizardry like uh sensation right now on the on the on the eight wheels man it's that's been like a that's something else that really opened like a lot a lot of minds into into a different like aspect of uh of blading like uh my question to you is like is uh where like i know you guys and and i know that like in the past (laughs) on youtube i I, like when i was like uh when i was a little hating little asshole like like everyone is when they're in their ute um when I called you guys pseudo Dustin Latimer's, uh, going back, going back to those days, but then, uh, but then like looking back, like looking at it again and like realizing the creativity behind that, behind that skating, like now it's like you guys have like gone into like sort of a, a different direction. Like where, like I'm talking about like all this, like, uh, like, I don't know, like large scale, like, ah, like, like nonsense, like, you know, go big or go home. But, like now, but now it's like, you've, like you guys have like brought like a different uh, creative aspect into into blading. Like where where's your where's your head at? Like when you're when you're doing that uh, that kind of stuff, you know? Like how like I I try to like put myself into into that like uh, I guess mindset. Like when I watch when I watch it, I like I'm like damn like like how the fuck do they? How do you think of this stuff? Like that's that's a real I think that's the question yeah, yeah. that's on everyone's mind, man. Like. I, what what do you I mean I know like you guys are obviously having fun and but but that's but that's like not a good enough answer right now like you know what I mean like I want to like what how do you how do you come up with some of these like ideas that's like that's that's what one of the questions I was like dying to ask ask you actually yeah uh, well it's it's there um it's it's the ideas are all there for us for everybody but it's um uh-huh. it's just a desire to to find them there's not a lot of fishermen it, it, it's like we found a lake where there's there's not a lot of fishermen but there's a lot of fish it's easy if you, yeah. if, you if you cast your rod into that pond that's there's a lot of fish in there that's all you have to do but it's, but it's like obvious in a, in a lot of senses yeah in, in like a lot of senses like it's like uh you know it's it's a it's a it's a brave move in blading. And I'm not, I'm not like saying anything negative about it. Like there's, there's, there are like some ideas in there that like, like I've just, I've never, I've never seen, but it's like, it's a brave move because it's like, it is so out of the box. And you guys, you guys are notorious for that, for like thinking outside of the box in that respect. But like, but now, but, but this, this last one was like, like, like something we've never, like, like blading has never seen. Like, like, I don't know. I know. I know. Like it probably just comes naturally with you guys. But like, how? Like, like do you, do you do you think of these things like like beforehand? Like, or, well, or is it, it was just... like well, like Big Wheels Two was basically like um, 
like 10 years in the making. And it was like 10 years of like shit videos that we put out where we were just like experimenting, right? And the shit was undeveloped. And then eventually, I mean, we kept kept going and and now some of it is starting to look a little bit more refined. I think that's why people like re- responded like we got a very positive reaction for for Big Wheels too. I know I know that, and And it was kind of like it was like kind of like like okay, finally like we broke through a little bit whereas like we've been trying to do the same thing for for a whole decade. But you can't just like get instant uh success at anything that you do it's like you have to start kind of at the bottom and it was like we for a long time we skated the same way we did all the grinds and the rails and park and and, and the same shit and then with mushroom blading one it was like we just started like a new journey and it was like you start as a piece of shit you start as like a beginner (laughs) and what you're doing isn't that great yeah 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 but we were like stupid enough to just like keep going with it. And then at some point, if you keep going with anything, it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be good. It'll get more refined at least. So that's where we got with big wheels too, was it was like, okay, well, we've been doing this for long enough that, and then we, we kind of got the, the right technology for it. We realized, okay, what we're doing would be better off with bigger wheels yeah um so that worked out and so it it's it it does it feels like a great accomplishment to finally get to a point where people are like yeah that's actually that's pretty sick because so many of our videos like we've thought it was sick we're like yeah this is great and then we put it out and it's like dude this is so whack this is terrible (laughs) (laughs) um but like you have to be willing to to do that if you want to like yeah to accept that to accept that like inevitable fate on the internet and i i hear you dude i know what you mean but like i i myself have like tried like like i have i'm like kind of like low-key riding for for ground control it hasn't like really been announced or anything like that but i i tried out there like they're like big frames and like i like when i watch you guys do it like i i've i can't i can't do big wheels like it's it's like it's almost like too tall for me, you know what I mean? Like, so like when yeah. I watch that stuff, like it's an, it's also another thing to like consider because it's like, like I like I know for a fact that like I'm not I'm not like the big wheel guy. Like at first it was fun because like the the speed and stuff like that, you yeah. know. But it's a, it's a big adjustment but, um, when you're used to smaller wheels. It's very different, and there's a lot of things that big wheels aren't advantageous for. Like all that, all that mega ramps, yeah. like hitting mega ramps. I would say that it, you're better off in no small way. wheels. You're For way sure. better you off need to in, be in small up. wheels. Um, and For there sure, are, there's, I, I agree with that. Yeah, and there's a lot of things that you're better off in small wheels for. Um, and and we've talked about like the aggressive withdrawal period where it's like people. There's certain things that everybody can do that is easy for them, but they they get a lot of pride from doing it. Like Shima's really good at fish brains. Like for him to like give up that move would be like hard because like that's one th- that's a tool. It's like you're giving up a tool, right? And for you to give up like yeah. the, the nine hundred, like that would that would hurt because it's like that's one of your that's a tool in your toolbox, you know, 
to give up. Yeah, that would really hurt. So, so to go to big wheels, it's like you give up a lot of tools in your toolbox. Um, but if you, if you do it for long enough, then you gain like new tools in your toolbox, you know? Yeah, that's interesting. I've, that was like one of the things I, ha- I had to ask you guys because because I because it made because it made such an impact and like there's there was a lot of like good ideas in there you know what I mean and, and it was so like big ups to that that was that was really sick cool good job on and, that. and and it is just the beginning and uh, yeah like the thing is like we're we're not that good <laughs> like what what we're doing really is like very primitive to to like what people are going to be doing in a couple decades on that kind of a mm-hmm. level in that in those kinds of setups you know it really is just scratching the surface well a lot of it too is is like is the fact that it is like a a new setup you know yeah that's that's like i think one of the the biggest things is like is like people haven't they haven't seen that like like that that kind of skating has been around for not that in particular like you know but uh but like setups recreational wheels yeah that setup has been like around yeah like yeah it's like a new it's a new deal yeah so it's exciting yeah. it's it is very exciting all the different like directions that roll biting can go and we're gonna see mm-hmm. that over the next couple decades yeah no and that but that's what that's the thing about blading dude is like yeah yeah I'm, I'm i'm curious to see if it uh how big of an impact it it makes like to see to see where uh because like like i said people are really hyped on it and um and like it's, it, it'll just be interesting to see if, uh, if like you know how there's like all these like trends in blading, like uh, like forward airs nowadays, and yeah. all that's and all that, and, uh, like um, but uh, like it'll be interesting to see like to see it catch on and and to see what other people do with it. So that would be very interesting. See what happens, man. Yeah. Oh, sitting yeah. there because because uh, I mean I mean it's like you guys you guys are the ones that like people look towards for that you know and it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see if other people like have the have the balls to uh, to go out and and you know like do ninja kicks or I, I don't even know i don't even know how to like how to what 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 it is you know like you, you, there's no words for it there's a there's a few Just, people uh, there's like out there man there's like three there, we've got like a few followers <laughs> like in the single digits, okay, of people who like, they skate like that. Yeah, <laughs> like that's what they do, <laughs> and it and it's very exciting to see, <laughs> even like the few people that do that. It's like yeah, so gnar. Yeah, it's like it's a small army. Like, well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if numbers. If see if the the. Uh numbers start growing it'll like yeah. I, like i said it'll be interesting like i'm i'm all dude if people are on rollerblades and people are having fun like i'm all for that dude and like and like you guys have always seemed like you guys have a lot of fucking fun when you do it oh, just yeah, and, yeah. And, that, and that transcends through the videos so so and that, that's, that's that's the really... most important thing for people like every every person needs to be responsible for their own fun for their own like they have to find a way to make yeah. it engaging for themselves interesting for themselves um find like some 
some satisfaction in what they're doing. And not everyone is going to find that. Yeah. Or something in, in, in doing the same kind of tricks. Like there's some people, there's like maybe three, you know, in North America that'll find uh, pleasure in doing tricks like big wheels tricks, (laughs) you know, and maybe next year, (laughs) maybe next year there'll be like nine people. Nine, you know, nine. and then maybe the that's year a, after a, that, they'll be like doomy 12. estimate, dude. Like, <laughs> 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 there will be nine. I, I didn't expect that number. <laughs> We're st- come on, dude. At least get back into the double digits, man. Like, no, see, I think it'll take a, a little, uh, maybe a couple of years. A couple of years, there'll yeah. be double digits. Huh? But they'll be well, out it's there. just like, like I said, dude. Like, roll, I, and and the problem is too is that like rollerblading is like is too critical to be rollerblading. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. it's too critical of itself right now. Like to like where we're at, especially like, I don't know. It's like, it's like one of those things that like, it's like uh like the blind leading the blind. Like, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, but like everyone's like got their own like fucking portrayal of what it is to do, but it's like all fucking rollerblading and in the long run, I don't know. As long as got people got wheeled shoes on, I think that's pretty cool. Oh, for sure. People should just keep doing with it, like stop talking about it, just fucking get on with it, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. There's that's a lot how of. It is. Yeah, man. There's. <laughs> there's a lot of different directions that it can go, and that's what's so powerful about it. And so. Um, mm-hmm. It's a unique thing about it, dude. Like. Yeah. I think everything else is like it's like so fixed into into what it is but like uh if you look at things like um like i don't know when 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 dustin latimer like first like he put out he put out his section in words like that was like that was like first like one of the first like out of the box like things that i had like ever seen you know and then and like but but the thing is is like it's it's been it's like that idea has been there but it's we we've been so fixed on on like something and now there's like i don't know there's like new there's new ideas like finally like surfacing. It seems like it's like almost like rollerblading is like finding itself in that sense. Like, cause, cause in comparison to like all the other industries, like Miguel, Miguel Ramos has said it uh, the best. Um, he said like in comparison to all of the other industries, like we are like a teenager and they're like, they're like adults, you know what I mean? They've like found yeah. like, like what it is and like, and we're still like, we're still like maturing and like finding like, whatever it is. And there's, and there's so many directions with it. And, and the thing is, I don't think, I don't, I almost don't think that it's a good thing that like, that those people have, they've like found their, like their thing, you know what I mean? Because, and, and the fact that rollerblading is, is so ever evolving in that, in that respect, like, I hope it doesn't, it doesn't stop like maturing in that sense because, because once it gets like, once it gets stuck in one place, it's just going to be fucking boring, you know? And then it'll just turn into like, like what skateboarding is like right now it's just like a well i mean maybe not to that to that scale but it just it turned into like more of like a fashion statement rather than like they forgot about the ripping you know what i mean like that in in my in my in my opinion no no disrespect to like all that bullshit that's out there but like but like i i just wouldn't want to see that happen to to blading would i want to see uh, people who are so talented like have a sustainable career out of this yes for sure i would love to see that yeah but uh i wouldn't want it to like and and maybe that's you know maybe that's just inevitable 
when when money comes around is that is that that kind of shit happens so but who knows man i don't know I, I, i'm not the person with that answer <laughs> or the checkbook none of none of us have have those answers yeah it's all, it's all speculation mm-hmm. you know there's no one with a master's degree in the future of role <laughs> that is that's a mystery like 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 death and like uh like god nobody knows the future of blading after life we have we have no clue like we we think that we're so yeah. in it but we have no idea what people are going to be doing in a couple decades like it's beyond us yeah. like we are just the seeds yeah. we don't know what the tree looks like really guess... no 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 and i guess like the the best thing that we've we've got going for us right now is like this whole uh, resurgence of 90s pop culture so hopefully with that this whole uh you know this whole deal will will start becoming a little okay. bit more seen or something like that that would be cool yeah. that would be cool because it is it is it, but it's weird though like only only recently have, have i like like i've seen this like this whole like norm core and like all of this like i i saw when i get when i came back from lax like i was i was kind of dumbfounded but like i saw like a a guy who's probably like my age like like walking around with like a with like a bowl cut you know like <laughs> but like he looked he looked like a third grade portrayal of like himself or something like that and uh but like i'm 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 almost hoping that like that with that 90s thing because it's like going in that like direction that maybe with fingers crossed with knocking on wood with like high hopes that uh that you'll see like some more people like put some blades on whether it be recreational or, or whatever the fuck man yeah so i think yeah I hope for that it's weird like a part of me does still believe that it, that is possible i think everyone i think dude, i think everyone does dude if uh, but yeah dude there was like does. there was a time you don't you're fucking lying to yourself it's true <laughs> there, there was a time like uh like eight years ago like when barely dead came out and stuff where that's all anyone was talking about. Like everyone was talking about, like it's only a matter of time. This shit's inevitable. This shit's gonna blow. Like everyone was saying, this shit's gonna blow. And now I think we've gotten to a point where it's like fucking ten years later, where no one wants to say that anymore because it's like, hey man, it hasn't happened yet. Maybe it'll never happen. Um, and and everyone's like kind of shut up about it, and like no one wants to talk. But it is actually still a possibility. Um, well, it's I don't like, know if it's, it's gonna happen, but everyone, but People, we're all like, this shit's re- still really sick. Like, it is really cool. I mean, it could, there could be some, like, it could end up in a commercial <laughs> or something, but it hasn't for like ten years. Maybe it never will. Well, I've I've no I, like well I think like a lot of people are just biting their tongue because like it's like almost they don't want to jinx it you know what I mean like it's like yeah. well maybe if we keep saying it like it, maybe it's just not happening because like it's like we we're 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 aiming too high man you know like or, or something like that but like but the thing is is uh I don't know uh, I don't know if he's like he's the best person to to bring it to the forefront uh, there's a well, no, I, I don't know, dude. Like, he's really popular. That that uh, that rapper Riff Raff. Yeah. He's uh, he like Paul John. He shoots like a lot of his videos. And my and my one of my buddies who like who got me involved with that whole like there's like a there's like a hot minute where like and he's still kind of the homie where I was like hanging out with Bam Margera like on the regular, and uh, and um, like that was that was like that was a weird thing in itself, but um, but uh, the. 
this riffraff guy has been like incorporating Paul John like into into his videos, and and it would be sick to see like I don't know. I, I get like I said, it's like high hopes. Like you see me, like I even bite my tongue when I when I say it. Like it's like it would be sick to. Well, maybe I shouldn't say it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but it would be it would be cool to like see like these people like get on that tip where where like they're getting outside of that Wiz Khalifa fucking skateboarding shit. Because hold on, let me let me show you this. I saw this online. I don't even know if it's real, but I screenshotted it. City boards. Do you see that? Like you know the like the city bikes and all that stuff. This oh, is no like a, a a skateboard that you can rent from a uh, from a th- and and granted this this could be just like some online troll like you Where know just that? like like what I have what no idea. I, I, it's 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 a non distinguishable thing, but it's like but it's like that's the point. Like where's your culture now? You know, like you're now people are able to rent skateboards and like take them around the city as like a, as like a bike tour. You know what Holy I mean? Shit. Like that's what the fuck? Like, I don't know. That's like, that's like crazy, but it would be sick if, cause like, I think that that's getting so played out now that people are, are like trying to search for something new. And like, like my, like I said, my buddy who he shoots like a lot of these celebrities, he's like brought me to like places like where like, where like I've been around like, like a list celebrities that like, if you took a picture and, and like, saw like me and him in there they'd be like who photoshopped those guys in you know they, yeah. they did a really good job you know <laughs> and uh and but but when i when i show them when i show these guys like blading like it like like they're like whoa like this is fucking like they're it's cool and they like and it's like they're almost like you can see it in their in their face like whoa like that like this this could be like because everyone's like looking for like that next thing and like yeah having like done like these like these like hollywood like whatever whatever is like like i don't know they they see it and 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 it's like you can see that like that interest is still is still there and if it was just given like the right representation and like and all that stuff that like it it could it could it could very well like and i speak i say that with 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 confidence because like i don't know like some of the some of the top like i've been i've been like they've been trying to search out representation for me to try to to do something like with a rollerblading career, like in a, in that respect. And, uh, and these people are like, they're like genuinely interested. Like I, I've been keeping in touch with them, like, like agents, like Hollywood agents that like put like, like executive producer credits, like in, in the shit, you know what I mean? Like these guys, they, they like, they like see something to it and they like keep in touch and, and try to, I don't know. They're like, they're, they just need to find like the market for it, you know, and, and with the right people, with the, with the right resources, dude, like this very well, like, like it's, it, it I've seen it. Like I, it's, it's still, it's still there. There's still something to it. And and the fact that it's like, it's not around, it's not huge. It, like it's unique and it, and it hasn't been like totally exploited yeah. um, to, to the point where it's just become pop culture. And I don't know. I don't know, but like I would, I would just like to like see that happen for like the future. Like I, I know that maybe I'll, I'll never see that in my, in my lifetime. Like in my like career or whatever you want to call it. Like in my skating days. But like if if the, I could see like a, uh, like some of those kids that are like ripping out there, like be on that tip. Like that would be so fucking rad. Like oh yeah, you know that would be so fucking rad. I don't know. It'd be a High hopes, whole man. New ball of wax. I won't, I won't be the one. What's that? It would be a whole new, uh, 
experience for those people. All new yep. uh, challenges and, but mm-hmm. I don't want it for them. I want it for me. I want, like, <laughs> I want I'll, I'll, a I mean, big fucking be... paycheck <laughs> and a mansion. I want a pers- uh, private jet. I just want. I want to see the people that that are like 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 the John Bellinos and the fucking and like the Broscows and the Sizemores and the Shimas and and the the people who have been like doing it for so long. What about I just Dave Lang? Dude, man, I would, Fuck those I would people. love that. Who doesn't want that? Take it for yourself, dude. Dude, you're the one that almost died. Me, you won AIL and then you almost died. You deserve midgets yeah, that's and cocaine. Right. I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna use that as my story, and then I'm gonna get on Jimmy Kimmel, and then that's this right. shit's gonna fucking get off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm really trying to look for that helmet sponsor though. That's that's on that's on some real shit. Sweet. Cause I got I like, like a, I got a good story. Yo, what what kind of helmets does Shima wear? Cause those are cool. He wears ones with like the ears. Yeah, yeah, the full cuts. That's that's the that's the tip we're both on. Like, okay. That's those are the oh, ones. Oh, you wear those too. Okay. Th- those are. Yeah, those are traditionally like kayak helmets. Those are cool. And uh, yeah, no, they're sick. And and actually, there's a there's a company TSG. They they make like uh they have like dot certified like they're like the safe the like safest that you can buy and I've I've actually tried to like trying to get in contact with those guys to like tell them the story of like hey like listen like subdural hematoma want to be a poster child of helmet blading uh, yeah. teach kids to protect their brains like you know sponsor me like so nice. that would be yeah yeah because yeah, protex, like, no, protex are kind of lame fuck protex protex well, can suck my that, dick. And the thing is, is that those things are not safe either. Apparently. No. And that's like what we were wearing on those mega ramp shows. Protex. Like <laughs> yeah. They're like made for like kayaking. Like, like you don't really need a helmet when you're kayaking unless oh. you're like on like rapids. Right. So, you, so the Protex are unsafe or the, the like kayak helmets are unsafe? No, no, no. no. The, the Protex. I was like, okay. I recently like read up on it. I was like, you know, how, how safe would I have been if I had I'd been wearing the helmet? And allegedly that's like the worst helmet you could you could have for they like, seem pretty what? bad like there's they seem like there's some cheap foam around like well, some let, plastic let me, I, I got one i got one like upstairs let me let me just let me run up into the old into the old cave real quick and show you because nice. this thing is uh this i'll actually show you some fun this is the funniest thing i have in my room i kind of this is my bravado at home uh it's my inline playstation big check <laughs> nice whatever how many years ago this is pretty pretty funny I was that, that five five g's or five yeah dude five g's no that was five that was five g's that was five an amateur large. contest that, nice. that, that's actually how i met wood uh richie at woodward west is like they i won a free summer at east and west like yeah yeah that's that edit uh, that start there's an edit of you like an older edit that starts with uh, like the announcement of you winning that, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. That, yeah. That's like the, the whole, the old throwback deal. But here, let me show you that ProTech helmet. So like, all right, so this is what the deal is, right? This is, this is how safe it gets. Let me give you the, let me give you the example, right? So we've got the, uh, the standard issue, uh, floppy foam, you know, doesn't stay in there. And then uh, let's just show you what, what would happen if uh, impact. <laughs> Brushes, dude. Dave is, then, is then, stepping on the helmet and it's just folding like a Yeah, it just folds it folds into itself and yeah. then 
and then the the foam in the back of it actually isn't attached to the helmet at all. Oh my so god! That's, <laughs> so apparently these things are uh, anything are not are not good. They provide they provide no protection. <laughs> I mean, if, if maybe a little bit, who knows, man? Yeah. I think if I had been wearing anything on my head, it would have been. Uh, I probably would have been in a little bit of a different situation. Probably but, better um, than nothing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. That's but like like I said earlier, like that that window for me is open now. So like, you know, as 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 much as the uh, the aesthetic of of helmet wearing is uh, is kind of taboo for your quote unquote street cred or whatever, like that's 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 the rest of my life now because because dude, like <laughs> like I almost died. So yeah. I think I think people could understand that one. <laughs> oh, totally. And yeah. that's a ridiculous stigma or a silly. Yeah. Uh, if someone wants to wear a helmet, fuck, great, good for them. Well, I think the hard thing for a lot of us is that we're just not used to them. You know, like yeah. it's uh, and it's really hard to after you've been skating for like twenty years. It's hard to change and that is a big change because everything is in your head everything is like yeah the way your head moves and where you're looking and putting something on your head can exactly. really throw you off for a while until you get used to it yeah uh, but no fuck, i, fuck I, the I stigma. agree like, like if anyone's gonna diss someone for wearing a helmet like fuck them like that's yeah, great yeah. that someone's wearing a helmet like they're actually smart they're actually fucking using their head like <laughs> yeah yeah exactly no it's 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 true but the thing that that's like interesting, like I've like I, I I went and did like I got like an EEG the other day where they like test the brain waves and like all that stuff to make sure it's okay and like and uh, I said uh, I said you know like in like the in like the post like uh, you know protect protect your head or something something along those lines and yeah. and like I, I was pretty I was pretty uh, surprised by the because uh, I think the younger generation of kids is like kind of like into the into the helmet thing and like i was surprised by the amount of comments like like well you should you should just wear a helmet dude like obviously like you know like all this stuff but like i guess like I, growing up in like in like the like blading like generation that i did like like you know like seeing josh petty make fun of like aaron Fiverr for skating around a fucking <laughs> yeah. helmet like what do you believe in you know what i mean like it, it was like that and like and that kind of like sticks into your head but then but then like having like a like a traumatic brain injury like this and and then it just like makes you step back like you know is is like quote unquote looking cool like uh really worth it like you know cuz like right. I, I i mean like we've seen like like uh Brian Weiss has had a a brain injury he he fractured his skull um Matty Schrock has has done the same like we've seen the clip of Broscow he like he like bashes his head open and stuff like that and and uh and all that stuff and and those guys i'm sure know like what the what the trauma is but like i don't know something something clicked in on this one for me like that was like fuck dude like like i gotta i gotta consider like something because i i want to do this until i'm like physically incapable of doing that and like i don't want physically incapable like to be dead you know what i mean so so it's helmet helmet blading bud and and you go fucking big like you like you the amplitude wise you're you're definitely one of the biggest like you obviously the mega ramp and like on that scale on the scale even even a lot of your street skating like you take the amplitude of park like onto street like 
but, and and now shit, I think, you like, fuck up doing that shit and <laughs> yeah you could get yeah you get really but like now like it i even think about it now like dude like it's like if i'm wearing a helmet like i'm almost gonna have confidence to like try something you know even stupider you know what i mean <laughs> like <laughs> I kind of, I kind of want to, like, you know, I, it'll be, it'll be interesting, like, to see, to see what happens. For sure. But I, I, def- I just enjoy skating that way, dude. Like, that's like the best feeling for me. Like, is like that. I don't know. I like, I'm, I'm an air guy. Like, I'm never gonna be like the technical, technical grind guy or, or whatever. Like, I wish I could. That, like, and maybe I could. Who knows? Like, that's just something you gotta learn. But like, I've always like loved cruising parks and like blasting quarter pipes and all that stuff and. And like I don't know, that's just that's just my way of skating, and uh, yeah. I just wanted like keep keep going in that direction, because because uh, I think that's that's like I've like once I did the mega ramp tour, dude, I like I was like damn, dude, I like I found my niche, like this is this is like how like how I want to skate, like yeah, and that's I just want to try to take that and and keep going in that direction, because like because like I've seen a lot of like rollerbladers like styles evolve like over the years and and like it, they like come into their own and you can and you can see that like it's so it's so clear um and uh and like i feel like for like once in my life i like i have that like vision of like where i wanted where i've wanted to take it and like and all that stuff and like and i like, keep going in that direction like so it's i don't know I, I as long as i'm having fun dude and as long as i'm able to do it like like i said there was there's some pretty doomy like results at at first but now but now uh you know things are looking up dude i'm pretty excited for the future yeah. just can't wait to heal up dude but it's, it's probably good because it, it's keeping me hungry man you know like, oh it's so good it, this is so good yeah as, as like as difficult as it is this is gonna be a really good thing for you just to like take a break and and kind of reassess everything reassess your skating and your life and and it's gonna it's it is without a doubt going to be a really good uh transition point for you yeah and and it'll it'll be a good time to because i think maybe it'll it'll inspire like new ideas you know Oh, for sure there's there's different there's different things that that, uh that could come of it so we'll see without a doubt yeah yeah it happens because i have a lot of time to like to like watch blading now too yeah because like i've been watching i've been like uh I don't know. Like I watched like uh, like the big wheels, of course. Um, what else? I saw some other like there's like uh, Frederick Anderson put out a really good edit. He had like a like a Razor's M edit that he put out, and he like I don't know. It's it's like the it's not so much like the tricks that are being done. It's like the way that people are doing them, and I like I want to like find the way. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. That like like there's there's like distinctive style to it like that that i want to like i want to find that niche too you know like how how like i pray because you guys like when you when you do your stuff like you can tell like okay like that's that's like that's how todd does it that's how joey does it and and like when shima does it like that's that's how shima does it and that's that's how john john does it you know like i want to i want to like i want to find that like that part of it by by seeing like like what is it like what is it that because i've always thought that's so interesting it's like what is it that like you can look at the, the silhouette of someone's like like photograph or, or trick and then be like oh that's like i mean granted you know like they're like 
their like facial structure or whatever, but like you, but you just, just know that body language. Yeah. From their, yeah. What is it that defines, that defines that? That's like the, yeah. that's like the next, the next question I want to like, try to like find for myself, you know, like what is it that I can do to, to define like that? Yeah. You know? it, it's, it's so, like a signature. I, it's totally like a yeah, signature, exactly. like the way, like someone can do the this little thing. scribble that nobody else can replicate. Like people could try yes. to replicate it, but they could, they just couldn't. And all it is is just a little a little muscle flow. memory, you know. And yep. where where does that come from? It's like and and skating is like that on a bigger level where it's all of these intric- intricacies brought into like this one person that it flows out of them, and they can do certain things like easily, but nobody else can come close yeah. to doing that. Like like it's a, it's those fine like the finer details of like of like things whether whether it be like a like a like the like a waiter's arm or or like uh yeah. or the way that like someone like like turns out from fakey or or the way that they even like approach it like in like kind of like a crouched like hunch stance or like or what whatever it is you know there's like there's so many like different elements to that like that like body language that like i don't know i just i find it really like like that's like Cause it's like you, there's a skill set that like people master and then there's, then there's like a, a different level of like, of like something that you add to it. You know, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I don't know. And you can, I, I think you understand, but it's, oh, like, yeah. it's and that can, like, it's that icing on the cake, dude. Like, and, and, and people can actually take control of that to a certain extent. Like you can, exactly, exactly. you can orchestrate, you can't orchestrate exactly what it, what it is, but you can follow a certain like inkling that you have about like yeah. what you think is is cool or or movements that you fe- uh, enjoy doing or enjoy you looking feel, at yeah, yeah, you or feel, all of those yeah. things and then it can lead you into something that that becomes what your signature is that you couldn't have like like when you were 12 it's not like you could imagine your signature you couldn't yeah. like see it but you could like Oh, I like moving my pen this way, and then somehow yeah, yeah, yeah. it becomes like that's that's your signature. It's something that you can't even imagine, but it's like following yeah. certain physical like you enjoy this, you enjoy enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, and, exactly. And, yeah, that's, and that's like that's like that. No, it's that it's that search. It's that search for that. No, I I I know what you're saying when when it comes to that, like because. Cause like that, that's, that's the thing that's like, like unique about, about rollerblading because, because it's like a full, it's like a full body like action. Like there, there is like, there are style elements to, to BMX and skateboarding, but I, and, but I think that there's like something that's like so much more like defined about like, because it is like, because it is you, like, it's It's, just you. It's very expressive. You're not not fixed to something, you know, like it's very, of of everything, I think it's the most expressive, and a lot I, of people are really agree. uncomfortable with with it being so expressive. And I think that's where a lot of people say like, "Oh, rollerblading's gay," because like, they associate so it with like, like the movements. It's so it can be so awkward and weird and like, ugh, like alien. Like people, the like people get upset. Like people are yeah. like, "Oh, I hate rollerbladers. Fuck rollerblading." And and that is like, yeah. 
that's why it's so fucking awesome because it has that power to infuriate you like like oh like rollerblades exactly like, and people are like you would you would never caught me uh catch me dead on rollerblades or i've heard people like like i like playing hockey but i could never imagine skating down the street without my stick in my hand yeah yeah, yeah. i couldn't do yeah. that <laughs> and it's like yeah, because, do you hear what you're saying? Like, you can't skate up. You you skate every day. You play hockey, but you couldn't do it with a, well, with a stick. Because it's because like it's like being like, naked. It's, it's like, like yeah, yeah. It's well, like it's showing like, your they, soul. They, you have like a. I think it's because they're like fixed to that device. You know what I mean? That like right. it, that's that's like what defines their movement. You know what I mean? Like it gives like you like when you a have security. a bike, like you ride a bike. Right. Yeah, you ride a bike and like and like you know you have the bike and like it, you know you like look a certain way with a skateboard like like it's it's really easy to look stupid on a skateboard but at least you're like you're like you have that like device whereas like those things like kind of and, and you control can, your body position in a way. It, they Exactly. Even like a scooter or a skateboard or a bike, it's like you basically have to have a certain position just to like stay on it and not fall. It's exactly. like on on blades it's like it's up to you almost like you can yeah like you can you could like in all different kinds of ways yeah like some like like some weird shit you know it's like there's so much freedom and the thing is yeah and that and i think that's what people are like you're saying i think that's what people are are like scared of in in that sense because like because i mean i hate i i i people people like i think they associate it like with like with like dance in the sense you know what i mean like 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 when when you say expressive, like it's like expressive, you know yeah, what I mean? Like just you know, the like word expressive. Think of it as like a very like it's expressive is like a very like it's a flamboyant way of like, but it, but that's it's uncool. Like, man, yeah, like that's it doesn't. Yeah, it's not cool. It's just it's just not it's not cool. Like it's like expressive is like it's like is like dance and like performance art, but like you know you it's almost that. That's what it is. Like, yeah. what, what do you, what do you, what can you do? It's, it is, it is an art in that, in that sense, dude, to like have like, to have like full control of like your body and like your movements, man. Like, like without, ha- without having like, like granted you are like on rollerblades, but you're not fixed in like a position. Like you, you could have like bow legs or like you could be like doing like, like shooting the duck or like, or like, you know what I mean? Like there's like, yeah. there's so many different ways that it could go right and wrong. Like, it's a lot of options. I don't know. It's a, a massive to, spectrum and, and, and of movement. Thing. Really yeah. is what it is, what it come to, comes down to. Mm-hmm. Man, this true. is great. We could, we could fucking talk for like 10 hours straight, eh? Dude, we should do, we should do, we should do part deuce. Like should, I don't want to, I don't want to. I don't want to keep you keep you away from like the you know like I know you got you got important shit like going on over there. You got yeah, like, man. I got like go to bed. I got yeah. the swimming. I got the swimming lesson in the morning. <laughs> wait, wait. You're, you're already wait. Your is it your swimming lesson or my daughter's like, swimming lesson? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, like be, it, it. It's bullshit because she doesn't even swim. I I fucking hold her. You hold time. her and like just walk her around like the the thing, but it's like yeah. acclimating to the water. And exactly, like getting them comfortable yeah. in the water. Yeah, that's sick, dude. That's yeah. like, man. Like I said, part deuce. We should definitely do it. We should and man. try to. It would be it would be cool because I want to talk to Joey too. Fuck yeah. Because 
because you know I want to want to get like the full spectrum of like of the mushroom bladers yeah, man. that like I so bitterly you know shut down on YouTube years ago and <laughs> that, that I think because I still want to talk to Joey about that because he he's actually the person that I contacted with and like had a good laugh about that too yeah so that's that's why I had Joey, to open up Joey's open up on another level. Fucking, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I need to. That, that's why I said I need to know, man. We should, we should go. We should do like a like a conference call or something. That would like be sweet. You, me, Shima, Joe. That would be really sick. Oh yeah, that, that would be, be really sick. Sometimes, yeah. like sometimes, um, the the too many a lot of people on Skype is a little bit difficult because it's yeah. like it's kind of hard to know when to talk. <laughs> like when you get yeah, like, no, three, I, four, I that. it's tough. It, um. You can, it's like you can do it in person a lot easier because you get all those like visual cues, like, okay, like this person's about to say something, so I'll shut up or like <laughs> I can jump in. No, no one seems like they're going to talk, you know, on Skype. It's tough. It's, it's really tough to, to okay. get, to get that flow going with two people. Even it's, it, yeah. it's a little bit harder than in person, but it's, it's possible, but we'll, yeah, we'll have to we should like... definitely do one with, with Joey. That would be sweet. We, we'll have to do like, we'll start, we'll have to start rehearsing. We'll like, we'll give like. <laughs> little hand signals or something like that like you know like put your hand up like, if you want to talk yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, this guy's next. go back to elementary school and start raising hands when we have when we have interjections and such like that yeah oh, dude it would be it would be sick this has been really this has been really awesome and uh i'm really hyped that we finally got to uh got to do it man me it's too really, man. thanks a lot really for cool doing dude it. thanks for thanks for dude thanks for doing this for for blading man and giving people like you know I don't know if people want to listen to my bullshit that I gotta like say like. No, you know, a lot of but, people are gonna. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens, man. It would yeah. be cool to do another one, man. And, no, uh, that was that was amazing. Really I, awesome I stories. Like, and... to, like to get get more people like uh, like involved with it too, because yeah. like it, it it it's really awesome. Like being able to listen to the perspective of like of like people that you know like I, like I know, but like I I heard Bill's like podcast and that was fucking awesome. Like you guys and Kevin Dowling are like, you know, like the good homies. Like, you know, this is it's great. It's great uh, content to listen to, man. I hope you guys keep doing it. And, and like I said, part two would be really fucking sweet. So, yeah, let's uh, do it. For sure. Dude, we fuck, we did it, though, man. This is like this is like we're, we're nearing like three hours here, man. This yeah, is, this is a uh, this is pretty fucking good, man. We're doing it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Bonk this was awesome. Todd. Yeah. Great success. You keep playing, man. You, you too, keep man. Doing it, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Buddy, and happy right? healing, dude. Muchas gracias, man. And I'll talk to you guys soon, hopefully. All right, buddy. All the best. Take care, bud. Peace. Salute. <laughs>